it is Halloween season, finally, so we get to do uh, a double feature for our podcast, Nod Your Head, and listen, a podcast, uh, three brothers talking about movies, uh, usually about a, an hour and a half to two hours. We'll see how we do today. So our first uh, our first pick is going to be, or uh, Brad's pick for the double feature was uh, 19, shoot, 1995. Brad, is that correct? Um, yes, uh, okay. it was a horror, trust me. Uh, a horror comedy. A horror comedy from 1995. Definitely a horror uh, film. Well, anyway, uh, some, anyway I'll, I'll wait for that smart aleck remark <laughs> later. But um, Dracula Dead and Loving It as yeah, 1995. It's pretty self-explanatory. Leslie Nielsen, Mel Brooks, and uh, the Stephen Weber. Uh, let's get right into it. So... Um, Dinner and a movie, Brad. You picked. You go ahead. What's I didn't have much. I didn't have there. a lot for this. All I have was when uh, when he was when Dracula was having his day mayor, as he called it. He he envisioned having chicken and wine, and I he, didn't have. I don't think I had I anything else. One. No, I got I had, the chicken and wine. Eric, go ahead. Yeah, I had insects because that's what Renfield was eating. <laughs> And oh, I, I should mean, have put that in. Oh, oh yeah. If you want to go ahead and put blood on there, I mean, that's what most people are eating in this is blood or drinking. Well, so I inc- yes. I included blood. I'm not saying we have to do real blood, but you could have like a Bloody no. Mary. That's, some, no, that's true. That's in case true. anyone was wondering if that's what Eric was actually advocating. Yeah, I wasn't for, was actually <laughs> thinking, well, no, I, bl- yeah, I mean, a Bloody Mary, a Bloody Mary would be fun or just like red wine or something that's blood that yeah, looks like something pretty. blood looking, it looks like blood. You can ask. That's, that's, that's a good. Thanks well, for having me. And maybe I feel like they have like crispy. Answer. I think crispy insects, like dried out or whatever insects, is an actual thing. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it I is. Yeah. Eat, but all right, fair enough. Um, that's what I have. <laughs> oh, so many comments I want to make, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, space I'm gonna it go, out. I'm gonna go with garlic. Uh, no one's eating garlic, but they show garlic, and you know, oh, yes. I do have one more picnic item that you someone that brad missed or something so i was gonna let one of one of you you're gonna go with uh garlic you can also include steak even though it's a different type of steak i don't think that's the same train of thought there Um, i mean the garlic that they showed in garlic is i know i know i know know. but if you want to do if you want to be like you're gonna have garlic and steak if you want to be real forte watch a a vampire movie um, garlic steak with garlic steak. I, I, no, I do like the play on words, and maybe we could, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, grapes were the last one I had. Grapes from the picnic, they should, I, I paused it, and so ah. grapes. That's that's all I got mm. for dinner in a movie. So I feel like something garlic based. Uh, what did you say, Brad? It was chicken and what? Chicken and wine. Chicken, chicken and, and wine. wine. Okay. Even um, though we didn't actually eat any, it was only when he was dreaming. Uh, like yeah, it showed it on screen. We've counted uh, way I mean, less. <laughs> okay. I know. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely had to count it because he. Uh, and then behind the scenes, I can do only have again. We're trying to keep it fairly abbreviated for the double feature, but I have two. Um, I have it was the most recent film by Mel Brooks. Um, and I, that's true, right? Because I, I was like, I saw that, and I didn't actually verify it. Like you know, that, that's IMDb. that's right. That's right. Man, he, and really, that's that's the last 20, thing he not, did. 28, 28 years. I mean, geez. Um, okay. Yeah. And again, we'll give our thoughts at the end about yeah how he ended his career. Um, uh, and then they thought about doing it in black and white, which somehow um again I, maybe it's because of the varying degrees of 
the result of the movie or whatever but uh i did not even think about the fact that wow he's done a frankenstein movie and a dracula movie because the the feel of the movie is very different than young frankenstein but i didn't even think about the fact that this was a second like universal monster that he's uh spoofing uh but yeah they thought that uh the reason they didn't do black and white was because dracula had some good movies in color so they decided to drop the idea but that's all i got for behind the scenes brad i just have leslie nielsen was 68 years old when the film was shot and that makes him tied with bella lugosi as the oldest uh actors to play dracula as a main role in in the in the movies, uh, Bela Lugosi was actually much younger when he first played Count Dracula, but he interpreted the Dracula several times in his career, including, like Nielsen, also in his later in his late sixties. Uh, that's all. That's all I had for behind the scenes. I only had one. It was technically the same that Austin had, but I it was worded differently. It said supposedly killed Mel Brooks's directing career. Yeah, he did. I, I mean, this is this is just a piggyback on that because I know I know it didn't do I know it didn't do very well. It got poor reviews, and I believe the the last thing I want to say he maybe wrote something recently. I can't. I'm blanking on it. It was a kids movie, maybe like the League of Super Pets or something like that. I think I'm getting the name wrong. He did direct a few episodes of History of the World Part Two that came out on Hulu earlier this year, but I don't think that did that well. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he, but I think that was the first, I think when he directed a couple of those episodes, that was the first time he had done much other than like, I think he co-wrote a couple of like kids screenplays, but it, he had not done much. On his directing tab. He wasn't, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say on his directing tab in IMDb, it is the last thing he directed, at least credited for, okay. for IMDb. It, he, he feels still modern because like the, the producers, which, which was like probably his <clears> most <throat> famous was probably, I mean, it, it, as far as like that's been on Broadway for so long, and um, there was a season of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David is in the producers and Mel Brooks guest stars in that, and that was that was well reviewed, and like that was fun to see Mel Brooks come back and be a part of his own show, and also like you know cast Larry David. So even though he, even though that was still him doing his old show it was fun to see them doing a modern take on it with like larry david and ben stiller and david uh schwartz you know so like i don't know that to me to me that was still really fun to see a modern take on it but again it, he had not directed a newly written thing since this and you know again i i can you know I, I remember even being younger and knowing that that was his last big hit was robin hood men in tights um anyway uh, i wonder if i've seen that one actually i've um, that would that would be a fun a one to go back and watch. We watched it recently with Charlie, and that one is like almost every line is a joke. So there's some there are some misses, but that that is a funny movie. Like I would say that one is still that's up there for me. That one's hilarious. Um, spoofing the Kevin Costner uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, but even if you haven't seen it, that movie is hilarious. And well, I was just thinking about, I was just thinking about the other you day the that, I, that I haven't like we didn't grow up watching Star Wars, but we grew up liking spaceballs and i mean the same thing kind of with young frankenstein it's like we grew up watching the I mean, everyone even if you've never seen frankenstein most people kind of know the cliches of those um yeah. of those same with dracula movies. same with same with dracula yeah sure um I mean, that's true because it sounds like this was like almost a not a shot for shot but very similar to bella lugosi's like the 1931 yeah. dracula but also made some like it made some uh like you know um what am I trying to say? Some references to like some of the other ones, like in the, with, what was his name? Christopher. 
I'm blanking on his name. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Some some of the ones that were like in the 50s and 60s and more modern. So then that might have been part of the reason it didn't do as well as like the 1931. I think people knew, but it was almost like he may have just like spread, you know, spread it a little bit too thin with where some of the references came from. I, I don't know. Um, but I just I, I, I had also I, I was aware that it had not been very well received, despite having Leslie Nielsen when he was doing a lot of those spoof movies. Was it like eleven percent? Was that the Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, no, it was. It was. It was a low. It was a low critic score. If you look it up, a lot of people enjoyed it for what it was, but it, it did not. Like the like the, the audience reviews are okay, but I know the critics didn't didn't like it, and maybe that's just what you know. But mm. um, I think over time, people have appreciated it for just kind of like a silly movie. But I know the critics did not care for it. Okay. Um, yeah. Um. I'll be interested to see. Yeah. What the two of you think at the end. Um. But uh, yeah, general notes. So noticing wonderings. Uh, but yeah, I don't think any of us watched this as a kid. This was not a Mel Brooks movie that uh, Dad had us, you know, or not had us watch, but watched with us. Um, so yeah, Brad, did you want to st just start the general notes? I, I didn't really have a lot for noticings other than the the set looked a little bit cheaper. I didn't I didn't actually notice if the budget was lower. So this was just like I just wrote this down without looking it up. It's just like Young Frankenstein. Like that one looked a lot more polished and like the set looked, I mean, it looked the way it was supposed to. This one did look like, I don't know if it was lower budget, but I just noticed the set looked kind of goofy and that might've been the intent. So this isn't really a criticism. It just looked, it looked like a cheaper set. It was very clearly a set a lot of the time, but again, I didn't read up on it. That could have been intentional, but it just, it, it, um, it, it just, it looked, it looked like it had a low, I don't know if that was part of the reason, but it did, uh, that, that people didn't like it as much when it came out, but it did look like the, um, like either his budget got cut or again, maybe that's what he was going for because some of those old movies did have it. I don't know, but I just, I did notice that this seemed like, um, yeah, it was, it was, it looked clearly like they were shooting on a soundstage. And again, maybe that's, maybe that was his intent, but mm. it stood out. Any wanderings? I mean, not, not really, but again, this is, I mean, most of the things I noticed were, um, I, I had never seen it before. So not really, I didn't really have a lot on that. Eric, I can go last so you can yeah do your notices. I, I don't have much either, to be honest. I have some notes. I don't really know where they should fall under because mm -hmm. they're kind of critical. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that needs to be like strengths and weaknesses or not, but I really didn't have much for watching it the first time it was, it was a Mel Brooks movie with Leslie Nielsen. Like it was kind of what I was expecting, but I do have mm -hmm. a follow up on that. So, okay, so maybe save no, the, it for the. And also, uh, again, those things and wonderings is tough for me when I haven't watched the movie before as well. Like yes, it wasn't, yeah. oh, I thought this last time, but I caught this this time, or oh, why did they do this? It, it was a pretty simple story because it's a comedy. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I struggled to come up with stuff, some stuff. I do have some in that category but i think i'd rather save it for maybe strengths and weaknesses yeah i think one of mine i'm going to save for another time because it might give it might yeah it might be my tell to uh what i what i thought about the movie but uh yeah i know this was a castle had, had, a, had a 30 million dollar sorry to interrupt had a 30 million dollar budget apparently so i mean Mel Brooks, maybe, maybe, think well, i'm guessing he was going for that maybe he was going for that look because I don't think he would have done that. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even think about the set because I felt like that was probably what they were going I do for. agree the set. It, yeah. No, it, 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 pro it probably was intentional because, I mean, a lot of those old movies were campy. I just, I, I, I just, I noticed it more, but I'm guessing that's what they were going for. But yeah, $30 million budget, it made 10. So mm. it was a huge flop. All right, great. 
Um, and I just passed the notes that there was a cat. It was a Castle Rock production, production, which is uh, Reiner's production, and it came from the Stephen King universe. But and then that like, Casey and Brian were reunited from Wings. <laughs> that um, was the yeah. most fun. Amy, Amy, yeah, what's her name? Amy Yazbek. Yazbek. I knew it was, I knew we had the same initials, but, um, and she was John Ritter's, uh, they were married. That's right. Yeah. John Ritter's wife. It's actually just uh, 20 years since he died. Anyway, just FYI, he died on September 11th, but 2003. Um, I just, yeah, because I'm a Three's Company fan and also remember, uh, and he's done many other things, but, (laughs) uh, but also having, randomly remembering people's birth and death dates uh but his is pretty you watch him most holidays and bad santa he was funny in that i watched that one last year it was fine i just yeah um it's it's okay um brothers christmas classic that they have they have swings and misses plenty of times too but uh (laughs) okay yeah i feel like my wondering as well is also kind of like it might give a little clue so i think i'm done with the wonderings and then have a kid versus all I don't know if I know. I know we're probably thinking about uh, vetoing or whatever the the theme and message. I don't Unless really Brad's think there's a theme, theme or message for this. Um, besides, don't live in a town where vampires. Like I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, Brad, yeah, you take over. I mean, I I don't even know if I wrote down a theme. I don't I don't actually think I did for either one of the movies. But uh, he says location, location, location. So I think it's just you know find it finding your place in the world. We'll make we'll mm-hmm. make it that. Not bad. Not bad. Um, that uh, was on the spot, so you know. It's... Eric, you want to start with quotes and we'll just kind of yeah, snake it through? I only have two. Quotes. The first one I had was Schedule, whenever they were all... Oh, because it's, like, it's, like, it's like Dracula? Dracula, Dracula wait, right? And he's like, Schedule? Schedule, <laughs> yeah. I wrote that one down. I wrote that one that down. That was a pretty too. good one. Um, yeah, both of mine, unfortunately, um, yeah, uh, are not were ones that I did not like. Um, it was, I was having a daymare. I'm just like, that's, that's, that's all we came up with was I'm having a nightmare. And then I think I'm that's a, a true, what you would call it. I know, but it felt like it was trying to be like, maybe I felt it like was everything was probably, trying to be a punchline, but, I... but it just felt like, okay, you know, is that, oh, that's where they're going with it. It's just the obvious, but, um, yeah. You should yeah. just say a daydream is called completely the opposite of a nightmare, really. Yeah, Man, I know it's technically a real thing, but for a vampire, a daydream is probably bad or whatever. It would have been just as funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brad, you get two. I wrote. I wrote down. No, she's Nosferatu. Wait, she's Italian. Oh, I almost wrote that, that one. I thought. So, I thought. So, yeah, that was the one. That was the one that came closest mm. to uh, resembling comedy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I thought that, no, was no, that was good. that was the best that and honestly okay now that we're kind of I mean, i'm already kind of showing what i thought about it but it was so that's, weird that's that they funny. had stephen we, Webber. we already know but i know it's hard to it's hard to disguise it but stephen i'm not Webber, necessarily disagreeing with it i'm just trying to keep it mine a little uh, more stephen Webber, trying, stephen was, Webber, what? yeah it's just like they gave him nothing to work with like he was the like it wasn't like he had bad lines they just gave him like a non-funny character except for maybe the over-the-top like, like tarantino blood scene um it was i'm not saying it's not a criticism of him you're thinking hey take a mel brooks movie go for it um but it just like his character wasn't written to be funny it seemed like and again that's like i could have loved the movie and said the character wasn't funny this seemed like a weird role for him to be in when he was i don't think he was supposed man. to be i know that's what i'm saying yeah. I, I thought, that's what I'm saying. That's he had his yeah, the accents, weird. the accents, I thought were funny because he was clearly doing an over-the-top accent to make fun of Keanu Reeves and the, 
1992 Dracula because they 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 oh, I, see, I, 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 read, I read in the trivia they were making fun of how bad the accents were. And okay. well, that helps, but I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, because there was a couple of times they'd be like, "What is going on?" Like, I mean, I can't now. I'm trying to like do a bad like Harry Potter, like the way people would just like if you could do a horrible because Bert, Stephen Weber is a is a good actor. Like he doesn't do yeah. a lot of scenes, but even in Wings, I know we always talk about that one. I know there's a lot of nostalgia. He showed some acting. He does a range, very good job there, even though it is a very cliche sitcom. Um, that anyways, would be oh, actually that'd be a good uh, fishbowl for non-horror ones. Would be comedic actors that should have like a, a renaissance, you know, like a like a, a dramatic turn or whatever. And I feel like you know it doesn't have to be like some big like Breaking Bad type role for uh, like Brian Cranston, but I feel like yeah, Stephen Weber. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. Besides Thirteen Reasons Why, when he and I think Eric watched it more than I did. I feel like that show he never had like a oh, yeah, big. He he never he was a principal, yeah, but did, I felt he, he never he never was like the main part of the plot. And I also feel like Jason Alexander from. Seinfeld, he was like a trained actor, stage actor, and I feel like he could have like I, I've never actually seen him do anything serious, but I feel like he's one of those I could see doing something better. You know, obviously Seinfeld is he's you know that's what everyone's going to know him for. But uh, anyway, that's a whole different thing. But I'm I'll, and I'm already giving two of my answers away. But I feel like that could add that to the fishbowl is maybe some some people that could have more beneath the surface than just Steven Weber known for wings right now a show yeah, that, was, that that went I off was, 26 always, years ago right I was always surprised especially because he did um oh golly I'm I'm getting so old I'm forgetting stuff what was the one he did with the um studio 60 the, at the sunset strip or whatever that and then but like back in the day the one with the roommate uh oh oh uh single white female Thank you, thank you. Yeah, he anyway, was a, he, it was he, a pretty small role, but yeah, it was. Well, well he, he was. It wasn't a big role, but it was important. He was. He was like the boyfriend. Anyway, but like yeah, it was a memorable death scene. It was a sizable supporting role, but you're right. He was not the main character, but still, he was in it a good bit. Yeah, um, yeah. And a couple of other ones, but still, I just I was surprised he never. Even if he didn't take off, I would have thought he would have been a solid character actor and instead he just kind of faded into, into obscurity for the most part with a he was in curb your enthusiasm one episode he was the shucker and he was funny um but i just feel like he he doesn't do a whole lot but anyway i'll, I'll move on but um i thought what was the other one uh, i thought it was funny during the staking scene um after the insane which i did read somewhere that stephen weber did not know that that amount of blood was gonna come out uh yeah. But I thought it was funny after all that happens that Mel Brooks was just looked around. He was like, yeah, we, we probably should have put some newspaper down. Um, yeah, that was okay. Um, yeah, that scene was the closest maybe to some of his older, like his other stuff. But um, I think it's snaking back around to me. And yeah, uh, Leslie Nielsen kind of in the scene that you would assume they would do on a spoof of Dracula, which is him coming, you know, kind of rising up from the coffin bumping into the chandelier and again i'm i'm, I'm really i'm not going to try to be like annoyingly negative but it's just like the line after bumping his head was i must move the coffin or the chandelier i'm just like golly who's getting paid for comedy writing if that's all they can come up with of a, i don't know i'm not saying they should have like a side-splitting joke from him bumping his head on a chandelier it just seemed like oh that's that was the whole line okay that was pretty pretty awful but 
Very good. I really did try to go into it with an open mind, kind of like the Top Gun thing. You two were like, oh, he's going to hate it. And then I was like, actually, it was fine. Like, I'm never, I'm probably not going to watch it again, but it was fine. Um, so I wasn't going to be like, oh, I'm going to hate this no matter what. So anyway, um, I can start with strengths and weaknesses. So I'm not the majority of this, but I uh, saw so, quotes, by the way. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I thought we only had a couple. My bad. We, we can do them quickly. Eric, go ahead. You, if you want to do one, I only or two, have two more. I only have two more. No, um, no, no, don't have to rush through it. That was just my mistake. Second one I had was, my God, what are you doing to the furniture when those two women vampires were coming in to <laughs> seduce? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I audibly laughed at that. That that was funny, and actually in that same in that same scene, I liked when, um, especially because the subtitle said "ghostly singing" when it was just like doing the. Oh yeah, and he was like, "Stop that!" And then Stop like immediately, yeah. immediately it stopped. That was a good scene, actually. I would say that was one of the better scenes. I thought I thought that part was good, and then I remember when it was like the then it's a yes, no, then it's a no, yes, like that that part felt like they were close to a good to a good scene and it just didn't land same thing with like if y'all remember the part where they were he was like i want you to go give this message to the people sitting out in the balcony i was like i felt like he was close to a couple of scenes landing like the old or i guess in this case like the young mel brooks and they just didn't quite get yeah. to like the space ball scene with the rewinding the tape or like the young you know I, a couple of them i felt like he, he was going for the the, the the classic mel brooks and and didn't quite land but there, there was a couple of parts that i still thought were funny but it just it, it didn't quite get there but i did think it was funny when they were like and then we'll, we'll reach uh we'll get to a sexual frenzy and he says but lucy i'm british and it was like it was it was goofy but again because he did the but lucy i'm british like he just did the ridiculous over the top yeah. accent ma making a ridiculous you know no for no reason at all joke about british people but <clears throat> do you have any more i'm done more if you don't oh, okay. brad no, I thought I, I don't remember what the line was. I thought them having the uh, getting the last word in, even though you knew it was coming. But like when it showed Leslie Nielsen, walk, like they keep talking to each other and like he walks out the door and says and then like Mel Brooks opens the door and says something. And then, you know, it's going to happen. But like when Leslie Nielsen walked by the window, I was like, Bloop! he like says one more thing as he walks past the window, trying to get the, the, the last word in when they're having their little. Oh back and forth it was predictable but leslie nilson is funny so that made me yeah. laugh even though it was even though it was silly and it was you, you yeah. they 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 advertised it clearly but it still made me laugh just because it leslie nilson is funny but yep <clears throat> uh so my last one then was i only like her and mel brooks is like close enough when it's it's like supposed to be oh, yeah, I did, I did. oh like, yeah 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 i only like her Close enough. But, but I guess especially because like Stephen, I like to say that was a good delivery. I like that he was like, yeah, so, someone who good. loves it, but I only like her. Ah, close enough. Yeah, that was that was yeah. good. I, I thought I was Yeah, I like that part. Okay. Shall we dig into the strengths and weaknesses? Um, sure. Yeah. Any volunteers? Because I, I can. Brad, go do first. you want to start? Oh, okay. I don't know if we want to yeah. end with the more positive ones or. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, why don't we let Austin go first? That's I know. Yeah, again, I'm gonna. Yeah, this is just. Austin, it's okay. You don't have to like. We know you know, didn't know. like it. And that's I know. I'm just saying. I did. We'll go let, Brad, we'll let with... you finish. Then we'll finish that's, strong. That sounds, that sounds we'll get good. bad no, to I... slightly better to good. I'm assuming is how that'll go. <laughs> no, because in Brad's defense, I I I was a little harsh on the comedy thing. Because I think 
it's good to have variety in the month of October of like, hopefully we're not just going to do like 80s slashers and all that kind of stuff. So we did, we do have a horror comedy. We have an 80s slasher and obviously Friday the 13th, we haven't acknowledged the fact that uh, yeah, Friday the 13th is in a couple of days and we want to have this episode out by then. It'll be posted on that uh, day, be posted by, by Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, so on I'm like, okay, exactly, I, I was like, okay. <laughs> Thank I'm just, I'm, uh, <laughs> I was I'm doing it on yes, purpose. Exactly my whole point. That. Are we, are we doing I don't a want to post on the 12th. We're, we're this like, close. I'm just going to post it on the, on the Overselling a joke. But, um, no. But just... uh, underrated moment. Yeah, was, yeah, I won't say underrated moment. The only moments that somewhat were like, okay, it feels like maybe this won't be as bad as I thought was when Mel Brooks, uh, Mel Brooks, when uh, Leslie Nelson was wearing the kind of um, over-the-top wig or whatever, and then he takes it off like it's a helmet or whatever. Uh, that was kind of uh, somewhat amusing. Um and then weaknesses, uh, the Renfield actor was just almost unwatchable. Bad. I thought he was he awful. Was like he was so, and, he, and he's also in Veep and I love Veep and he, I think he's over the top in Veep as well. Um, so I'm like, okay, I just don't like this actor. Like everything just felt like this isn't bad writing. He is a bad comedic actor, or at least in 1995 he was and in, in Veep. Um, and I, yeah, so yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna have a couple here. The yeah, the, the autopsy scene. I felt like at the very beginning, you're like, do I have to watch the scene because you already know exactly the jokes that are gonna happen. Um, and uh, so them just passing out one by one. I'm like, okay, no surprises here. Um, um, okay, I'm gonna skip that one. And I'm gonna have to yeah respectfully disagree with Brad and say that getting the last word. I was like oh my goodness, when is this joke gonna end? And I guess that was maybe the joke was that it won't end. And I'm just like. Oh, they're just going to keep doing it. Oh, and he's going to slowly walk over there and open the door and do it one more time after he walks down the hallway. Okay, like this isn't me being clever. This is just the the writing of the movie being elementary. Um, uh, it's just like, yeah, I didn't, yeah. Iconic, um, before that I had ever even seen the movie, I knew he had the line of uh, children of the night, what a mess they make. Um, instead of what, what a, what, oh shoot, what's that? The line is actually children of the night what music they make or something like that. Brad might have to correct me if he knows the line, but I knew that he was like at the very beginning when he's about to walk through the cobwebs or whatever, he makes that line. And it's not iconic, but it's like when I think about the movie prior to watching this, that's the scene that I knew. And that's probably the scene I'll think about strangely. So, and I do have a question for you guys about Mel Brooks before we segue into Friday the 13th, but that will be after we uh, talk about yeah, everyone else does their strengths and weaknesses. So that's everything I have. So were you do it? That was kind of a strengths, weaknesses, and moments kind of all together. Is that? Oh, um, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I meant to. Yeah. I, no, that's. I think that's a good idea, especially with time features, saving. But, yeah, because yeah, that's fine. Feature. I just want to confirm. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm done with my. Doing. I'm done with my notes. Uh, okay. Besides, no, that's so what my do my my main notes. I also I'm I'm definitely going to be leaning more toward Austin. I think than Brad. We'll see what Brad says. Um. I was disappointed because of Mel Brooks and Leslie yes. Nelson. That's that's because I went in because they rarely, if ever, miss. This to me was Leslie Nelson and Scary Movie three and four. And if they made more than that, like it's not his fault, but just not great writing and 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 went a little too far. And this is I actually don't know if I've seen a bad Mel Brooks movie until this one. I wouldn't call it bad. I'm just saying he was so great and all, all the other classics that we watch at least that it, maybe I went in with too high expectations, but I was, I was disappointed in both of them. I think Leslie Nelson is way better as, I don't know if you call him the straight man, but that dry, the naked gun, 
airplane yeah. humor rather than doing this silly accent and being a vampire. It wasn't his fault. He did a very good job doing it because he will always do a good job. But I definitely prefer him being the straight guy making these dry jokes that you might miss. I mean, and you, that still happens in this to an extent. But I think I just couldn't get past the the accents, the van. I just really the overall, I guess, idea of the movie. It just didn't hit right for me. And I'm wondering, I'm curious what y'all think. Is this like we watched all the other Mel Brooks and Leslie Nelson movies growing up? Did did we watch this as an adult? Is that part of it? If I had watched, yeah, I, I think um, Naked Gun and Airplane, I could say pretty sure I would still like those as an adult. Like, would we still find? Uh, Young Frankenstein, if we watched that for the first time as a 30, mid 30 year old person, like, would I find that funny? I still think I would, but it's hard to say because I still actively find it to be hilarious. But I'm wondering if age is part of it, maybe. It was a lot of slapsticky uh, physical humor that I don't generally find funny. And when I'm watching it for the first time, I'm not going to generally find that funny. None of this is a knock on Leslie Nelson or really Mel Brooks, but. I would say it was not, it was definitely neither of their best. Yeah, it's funny because I would say um, I don't like slapstick either. And then we, we, we all love Dumb and Dumber and Naked Gun. So I it's know. Like, it's such a weird, no, no, I'm saying but I a lot of Dumb and Dumber is usually... not, a lot of it is the the lines and the delivery of Dumb and Dumber. No, it is. The it is. slapsticky I... stuff is not that great. But Dumb, or Young Frankenstein had some of the physical humor and it plays. And I, I don't always dislike it. Again, I, I think a lot of this might be, I'm watching two of my favorite like comedic director and or actor. So I was, I went into like, oh man, I can't believe I've never seen this before. I'm excited. And I was disappointed. doesn't make it a bad movie, yeah. but I was just, I had, so I had unfair expectations to it. Um, and then I'll quickly do more. I didn't have an iconic moment just because I, that's not really a movie that I feel like has an iconic yeah. moment. That's not a negative. It's it's a comedy. Like it just, most comedies to me aren't going to have an iconic moment. I said the underrated was the, the vampires uh, seducing Renfield. I feel like everybody, Leslie, no, I, I could have put multiple quotes down on that one. I liked a lot of uh, his interactions with Renfield during that, the stop that when they were making the weird ghost noises. Like <laughs> overall, it was a very funny scene to me. And so I would call that probably the underrated one. And then overrated, I don't know if it's overrated or not, but I just didn't really care for the blood scene, mainly because I don't like blood. But oh, yeah, that's fair. So that's, that's kind of all I got. We'll end with Brad. Okay, I make some positive I agree, stuff. I agree with I agree with Austin that that Peter McNichol was the weakness. I didn't think mm. I thought he brought the movie down. Yeah, whenever I agree with that too. Movie, I was like, oh man, because I, although I didn't think Leslie the facial expressions he made, it was like he, he was just so overacting. Renfield is supposed to be like the the heart of the movie. Like that's supposed to be mm. he, he's such a big part of the Dracula stories. So that was disappointing that he that he was so just like too, he was too goofy and Leslie Nielsen wasn't as funny as he normally is. But to me, I, I admittedly, I'm a sucker for Mel Brooks movies and I like the cast except for Peter McNichol. So I'll probably, I probably rounded up and probably enjoyed it more than most people would because of that. Um, because I just, because it was, to me, it was just a fun movie. Even when it was like, even when I was like, Oh man, that was, Oh, that was silly. But um, I liked the part. I liked the, um, I don't know if I would call it iconic. I agree with y'all that it was not classic Mel Brooks. I thought the I thought the staking scene was funny because it was so ridiculously over the top with Mel Brooks saying like he was going to go wait back there and Stephen Weber not knowing how it was going to be and Mel Brooks saying 
you know, like he, he, he stakes her and then all the blood comes out and then Mel Brooks is like, Oh, she's not, and she, she's not quite dead. And Stephen Weber, Oh, well, she's dead enough. I think she's dead enough. And then, no, you got to do it one more time. And then he does it again. And then it, it was goofy. And Mel Brooks just saying like, you know, I've been to a lot of stakings. You have to know where to stand. And it was a couple of moments that were, that were close to me that I agree with y'all. They didn't mm -hmm. land. It was not classic Mel Brooks. I've seen all of his movies, I think. And it's probably the bottom two or three, but, to me, Mel Brooks is just, I just enjoy him so much as a person. And so just seeing him acting and what makes him happy and his comedy, even to me when it doesn't land, is just better than, it, it just, it, I just think it makes me smile and laugh even when it's not great. And I did think that the, the, the scene where Ben Helsing comes in to inspect Lucy after she's been bitten, to me, that scene was better because it didn't go for a bunch of punchlines because I agree a lot of it didn't land. But if y'all remember that part where Van Helsing comes in and Lucy's been bitten and like, there's a part where like, they just like Steven Weber and the other guy just kind of lean in and they say, they explain something that's way over the top and they say, what? And they just repeat the line back. And mm. it was kind of a mix of like old school humor and dad jokes. And, and to me that one, that, that scene, even though I'll admit there wasn't a huge hilarious standout moment that felt more like Mel Brooks's, classic style of just like jokey wordplay versus a lot of it was very goofy somebody falling down the stairs somebody eating insects and like resorting to the slapstick humor which is fine but i did feel like this one played it straight as a because um, the more i read about it and just realized this is a lot of these references are direct references to like we were saying before several different movies that a lot of people haven't seen so yeah if you've seen dracula from 1931 and dracula from 1950 this 60 this 70 this it probably lands better but not many people have seen all the movies so i do think it was almost just a harder sell because you need to have seen a lot of the movies so i appreciate the effort that he put in to parody a lot of different movies but i just think it was almost a failure from the it was almost destined to be a failure because it was spoofing too it was it was it was not throwing out a wide net. It was almost like the opposite of that. It was, it was trying for two, it was like spreading it too thin and it was always going to be difficult. And it was not using Leslie Nielsen. Like you said, Eric, he, I think he is, he's, I agree. He's best when he's doing that deadpan delivery, not an over the top goofy accent, yeah. because I thought Steven Weber and Amy Yazbek, them doing those goofy accents, poking fun at some of the other attempts to do a British accent. That was funny. And when they were just doing their, when they were all reacting in just a very silly over the top way, that's when I thought the movie did well, but so much of it relied on slapstick. And that's when I didn't think it worked, but I, I appreciate the passion he puts into it. And to me, Mel Brooks swinging and missing is still better than so many movies. I agree. You know, doing okay. So I still think it was, I still had fun watching it. I would watch it again, maybe doing like a Mel Brooks or a Dracula marathon. Um, but also, I can't really argue against many of the things that y'all said. I liked it more than y'all did, clearly, but it's kind of hard to go, Austin, you're wrong. Eric, you're wrong. Yeah. I just think I see Mel Brooks's name on screen and I'm just like, I just, <laughs> I like him so much as a person and I love how much he loves film and how much he loves that old school comedy that it's just it i had fun watching it even though i i totally respect and, and see where the flaws were was so he anyway, in this movie more than he has typically in his other directing movies uh he was in it a good bit and i like him i feel like i, I would was, prefer him to be way small and i don't i didn't dislike his character but i do think i'd prefer a much smaller role like the spaceballs spaceballs he was a 
decent role. I mean, not definitely. He was, not the a, main he was a big name. He was a big, like he was minor. a big important character, but he didn't have that much screen time. I feel like he had a lot more screen time on those. Yeah, I could be misremembering that. And again, I, I wasn't least, negative about it. I just yeah. My least favorite of his was Life Stinks, and he was the main character in that one. And it just wasn't really all that funny. He needs to be just. He needs to do like Shyamalan, which is I can't believe I'm saying that, but like it's like a one scene kind of thing. Well, because his his worst movie is probably Lady in the Water. Um, I mean, the happening is bad, but it's at least a bunch of movies. Lady in, do what? It's a tie for a bunch of movies. That'd be that'd be a, that'd be a fun round to do uh, of mixed bags because we all agree that he's a hit and miss, but we don't all agree on which one's a hit and a miss. I mean, yeah. For the most part, I don't we think probably call do. a one hit wonder a hit and miss. Oh my but... goodness! Okay, anyway, Eric's getting on this whole. Halloween four return of the Michael Myers thing again, but um, I can't wait for you to pick that here at the end of this. By the way, uh, but the only que- the question I had the question I had about Mel Brooks is kind of segueing to what Eric was saying anyway. Of like, I was thinking back on his movies and on young and young and young Frankenstein. Even as a kid, I never got the appeal of the Ritz dance scene, and I was like, "Am I missing something? Was it generational?" And like, Dad thought it was funny, and we don't. Did you? What is funny about that scene? I hate that scene. I hate it as a kid. Uh, do they like do that in the real? Like, they yeah, don't, I was like, they don't do a song and dance. And apparently, Gene Wilder was the one that really fought for it to be in. And I'm like, it was. I yeah, still I don't think like it's it yeah. It's like it's just not funny at all, and it doesn't fit in. It's just like Brad. Did, are we missing something, or do we know why that's even? I feel like a lot of people love that scene, or maybe it's hit or miss. I don't know. I was just curious. I don't know if I just. I don't know if I just thought it was, I don't know. I never thought it was like my favorite moment. I just maybe thought it was goofy um, because he's got this, he's got this huge monster in there. I don't know. He's trying to showcase that he can, I, I, I don't know. I I guess I I don't, that makes no sense for them to do it in a real like scary Frankenstein movie, but I'd never seen those either. As a kid. It somehow was a play on that they did they created this monster and they tried to get him to do like a song and dance and it right it, it was because he killed like, people like, instead but i right. assumed it came something from the original movie but it doesn't make much sense i, I thought it case. was like it was like take a step clap your hands and all of a sudden he's like and now we're gonna do putting on the wrist i don't know if it was just like there was no natural segue Maybe. between the first couple of things i don't know honestly Austin, it wasn't it's never been one of my favorites i just thought it was so silly to go from a to how did he get from point a to point b i don't know i, don't okay. I was just curious if i was missing something but um no uh, brad brad do you want to go first or last for grades uh y'all can go ahead all right. Well, I still have kept my record of never giving a movie a C. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, give it a D minus. Um, oh. Only the only the only redeeming quality for me was Tricky. that it had. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad it worked. I was but, like, uh, you're about to give it a B after all that. No, no. Uh, Mel Brooks and Leslie Nielsen, kind of like Eric was saying, that made it more disappointing. If it was just a bunch of random comic writers making this, that was probably it would probably still get a D minus or F. But it was the fact that there was talent, and yet this is what they brought. So that's mine. Okay. Yeah, I'm not that hard. I I'm bumping up a hair because I love Wesley <laughs> Nelson and Mel Brooks. I'm giving I I didn't even want to give them in the C's to be honest, but I'm going to do a C plus. Oh. I think that's I think that's fair. Brad, you're great. And I actually are. I also gave it a C plus actually, and I I think I think part of the reason I'm a little surprised Eric and I gave it the same grade, but I think part of it is. I might have graded it a little bit harsher because I was expecting more from Mel Brooks who gave us the produce, you know, the producers, the original producers, obviously, which has been successful for 50 plus years and blazing saddles and young Frankenstein and, 
And uh, I, I even liked High Anxiety, which wasn't a big hit. And Robin Hood Men in Tight Spaceballs. And we have Leslie Nielsen. And, you know, we like Stephen Weber and Amy Yazbeck from Wings. So I just, to me, it just all the, all, all of it was there. You're spoofing Dracula and the, 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 all the pieces were there for it to be really funny. And, and it was, it was fine. Like I had fun watching it. I enjoyed watching it. I didn't turn it off. I didn't pause it. I didn't have a bad attitude like Austin, although I understand where he was coming from. So I think I, um, I, I, I think that was it. And I think, you know, when you're doing a, when someone, when you're watching a comedy, you expect to laugh to me, an average comedy, which to me, an average is going to be a C An average comedy makes me laugh several times. This did that. And I think because I had so much fun with it, it's just, it's, it's slightly above average to me. So I think C plus is where it is. I love Mel Brooks as a person and as a director and the cast was fun. And even though it, it was underwhelming, I still think it was just slightly above average. So still had fun watching it. Just not as much as I would have expected. Right, so the I question agree. is, do we do a fishbowl between the two or just wait till the end? I think it's all at the end. Okay. I think it's, I think at the end. Yeah. Uh, I was assuming that. And then I was just looking at the way I formatted we it. You can do that. Like, and my new, uh, my new segment. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll end. do. Because yeah. if that pressure. if that crashes and burns, I might just cut it all together. <laughs> no, we want to keep that to remember it if it fails. But um, uh, all right, all right so we hop into sec- second yeah, movie. Second movie, Eric's pick, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Most of us agree that it is better than the first one. At least we won't give much more away than when it comes to our general our takeaways but uh eric you want to do dinner in a movie i had a couple but they're kind of stretching i actually only had one so i'm curious i think i might have missed i mean it sounds like i did miss some i only had i only had dairy queen because they were they mentioned a dairy queen when given the directions on the payphone on the way out there that's the only i I think they probably had some food in the bar but yeah go ahead that's i or i probably now i think about i'm sure i missed a couple i can think of a couple scenes I'm going to go with my biggest quick, like one that like, yeah, whenever uh, the final girl shoot um, from the first one, whenever she immediately gets killed off, uh, she opens up her fridge and inside the fridge, there's a V8, there's a milk, a soda, and I think rolls in the fridge, but it's for half a second when they show the, the oh. because oh. Jason go, Jason goes to her apartment and then puts his mom's head in her fr- uh, fridge. It's weird. Anyway. But yeah, that's, that's that was, one, but I'll save it. I have more, but obviously we I have one that's going to come back. up later. So I'll save it for later. All right, Brad, you get two. I, I, I choked. I only had one. And that, that was of course duck. Um, because someone says nice weather. Yeah. For a duck. Oh, I don't remember <laughs> that. How's that? How does that count? Is it because you can eat a duck? He said duck. Well, well, we are being way lenient on dinner and movie. I think that counts absolutely. First of all, I looked up like ha- at the halfway mark and was like, "Oh crap, I don't have any food yet." I know I missed one. So when he said, "Yeah, for a duck," yeah. I was like, oh! "So I definitely." Oh, I wrote down we'll duck. Count it. I'll count it. Yeah, oh. for a duck. I got. I got to vote it. I say Austin, no, but, uh, It was good weather for a duck, which means if I'm watching the movie, I'm there. Had their weather is is perfect for duck so i should the movie so obviously if i'm watching well, your movie, weather I'll, also needs to be good for duck though thank yeah. you eric I'll, I'll wait until i'll wait until i watch it on a night this similar to their what weather. is good duck weather cold raining raining oh okay all right fair enough okay back to me because brad had that one um <laughs> awesome uh, you know awesome you, you had a bad attitude about dracula you, now you have, have a bad attitude, attitude about, about duck weather have, just have a better attitude overall please this is right. this is i fun. can read the rest of the list uh, I mean, they had marshmallows around the, the campfire, so that's one. I'm just going to go in order. I still have actually a, a few more, but uh, Eric, go ahead. 
I that's all I had. I the the one I thought of I want to save because I have it in my noticings and wonderings. When they were eating on the little porch area, they had apples and a bowl. They had uh, the tall, the, the tall, the tall, skinny dude that should have easily been a victim at some point in that movie. Um, was one. yeah, uh, he was really he was literally cooking out hot dogs and hamburgers. I'm surprised neither one of you caught that one. That's like the like he it was a really short. It's a fairly short scene, but he's like standing by a grill and like saying that the ha- hot dogs and hamburgers were ready. Um, oh, and then... He mentioned that several times, didn't he? Oh. I wish I'd put the scene this was in. I put coffee. I was two on edge because of the suspense of the movie. Uh, I put Bad coffee, apples, food. spaghetti, and beer. I I, I, knew, I wish I'd put a scene because I don't remember what scene that is. But I was like, when were the? Oh, oh, maybe it was the maybe it was the patio scene again. But um, I do feel like a you know I feel like watching a movie like Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. You need to have hot dogs and hamburgers. It needs to be like the ultimate comfort food because that's what this movie is. Any any camping type food really. Oh yeah, marshmallow yeah. too, the mallow, but all, all the camping like necessities is what you'd want to do if you're gonna watch this. And I have three behind the scenes, but Eric or Brad, one of you can start that. I can start. I just have one uh, Jeannie or Jenny? What was her what was the main character's name? I wrote it down G- but I'm not G- sure. G I N N I is Jen Jenny, yeah. I think. So she apparently did not like the last scene with Jason jumping through the uh, window and it took multiple takes because she would tense up every time they would start rolling because she was actually scared of it. I want to hear what Brad says about if he has anything about that scene because I actually, I didn't write it down, but I heard something on the opposite end of that scene. Uh, But Brad, go ahead. Okay. I I found, I I don't know why I said I found this interesting, obviously, because I put it in. Yeah, that was okay. That's. That please. We'll keep it um, okay. This I know this I'm I'm ta- this is a whole thing. The okay, the only time in the series that Jason was played by a woman was the first Jason scene in the movie. A shot of Jason legs, a shot of Jason's legs, or as my wife would say, Jason's legs walking <laughs> across the street toward Alice's house. In that scene, Jason was played by a woman, Ellen Lutter, the film's costume designer. So I thought that right, was pretty. Yeah. So you could say that in the first two movies, the killer was a woman. Um, Brady, I had that one too, and I had a little comment on. I had a little no, no, I had a little comment on there. But Brad, only Brad, and no offense to Eric, you'll understand why I'm not including Eric on this. But Brad, Brad, do you know what movie? And I'm putting movie in quotes here. But do you know what movie that reminds me of? Of when it's sh- that that opening scene where it's just showing the legs walking around the whole time uh our our movie that we <laughs> at home. yeah brad eric brad went to like me <laughs> oh, I, think, yeah. I think brad was trying to be like artsy one day and harrison and i were like probably 13 or something and brad was like let's do this movie where like it shows like basically brad's legs are coming out of the the bed and we just follow his feet around and then you see the killer's feet walk up and they're my feet or legs walking up behind him and i stab him in the bathroom um and then we like stab like a peach or something uh and um but anyway yeah that made me think about that i but, uh, I, I, yeah. I was like come by i think I, I think i'd probably just watch strangers on a train because the opening of that uh, looks oh, really yeah, cool yeah. And just show their shoes and i was like this is gonna look so awesome and 
then it was an it looked absolutely just so stupid the final product was terrible but i'm like this is gonna look awesome awesome let's just show our feet in the scene and it was just like me spinning in a circle walking around the bathroom it looked so terrible yeah something was in the way and you're like it shows you walking to the bathroom you had to like let harrison who was the cameraman you had to like let him in so you like walk you move to the side and move back around so he can get in at a certain angle it was like it yeah, just yeah it, it just it just looked like, like 19 so I, I can blame you for that one i was like i was 13 i was like yeah whatever brad says i'm sure is it great. was a hundred percent my fault but it, i yeah. you know what i i thank you again for for letting me take the reins i just unfortunately i, I steered i want to hopefully i can it. find that one on the vhs tips but um i hope uh, you recorded over that one because I, that was a big and i only recorded over the good like iconic ones that we had unfortunately when i was like 11 or 12 it was all like the golf club with schaefer and all that stuff but anyway I have two now because Brad had that one, which was a good fact there. Um, this one, one more. Are we are we? Oh, I, I, I'm, we doing I thought we were staying. I thought we were. Oh, Brad has two. Okay, then I'm, I'm messing. No, 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 no. Go that, ahead. That was my only one. That was my only one. Oh, Brad, you're still correct because I started. I just we don't yeah, normally yeah, these because we don't normally have multiple. So go ahead. Um, yeah. Uh, some people think that uh, they ditched the uh, the mat the sack on his head because of a movie called the town that dreaded sundown which had come out and it's actually a pretty good slasher movie for if even one of you had seen it um based on i believe a true story but uh it maybe not i don't know um and but more than likely it was the success of another movie and i was going to leave it as a little trivia to see if either one you could figure it out you think late 70s early 80s a movie not a horror movie about a man who had to wear a mask or a bag over his head um it was a successful movie and actually got like academy award recognition as well um and they think the success of this movie might have made it where they decided to go with the the iconic uh, um hockey mask in part three so brad or eric do you have a guess on what movie from the early 80s with a, a man with a sack on his head that's not a horror movie what movie that would be brad might already have it, i don't know the oh, elephant man. man did he wear a yeah, yeah brad got it right away okay um yeah so it was the elephant man of you know and none of this is like confirmed but they were thinking that these two like a, a sack over someone's head there was two associations that became even though i felt like the town that judd Sundown wasn't like a big hit so more than likely it was elephant man because that was more widespread and most people had heard of it or if not seen it but all right eric um i only have one more so i'll wait till my turn comes back okay my only other one was that I guess the cast was also confused about Paul's fate at the end because it was pretty ambiguous. Just they left it, I guess, ambiguous. Yeah, I kind of forget about that. Um, I thought I thought they said something that made it seem like Paul was alive, but I don't remember what the line is. So that was again not a very helpful comment. But I'll have to watch it again because <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to watch a lot of the Friday the Thirteenth in a couple of days on the actual day because I don't have to work that day. And so I can actually catch up on some of these horror movies. That, you get Friday the 13th off for work? Yeah. I'll definitely watch, I'll definitely watch Jason X, the best one. I haven't, I've tried. I've tried to. I can't. I've, I've joking, gotten, I, know, I know. It's fun, I but I know that one's bad. That's the um, space one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jason takes, yeah, outer the space. Manhattan one was actually... That was that was a fun one to watch. The first you know. eight from the same studio. The first eight, I think, all have varying degrees of entertainment. They're all watchable. I like them, I like yeah. them all in some way. Besides Those the are, slug one, whatever that one is. That is that Jason 
Goes that's when he goes. That's when he goes to beep. But like, but that was a different studio. Like, I think the first eight all have something to offer. Like, they they try different things, and I think it's like a rule that like all the even numbered ones are are good. Um, oh. Because I do I do think I mean because we just watched two, and I think I mean that's three's good too. Three's one of three's up there. Three's probably second. I, behind I, I just like the, I don't like the motorcycle people. I felt like they were that was a weird addition. I'm not saying that I'm not, I don't mean that all the odd number ones are bad. I just if I'm gonna rank them, I would think my top four are probably two, four, six, and eight in some order because I think Manhattan's awesome with how cheesy it is. Um, I, I think they're all they're all very watchable or almost all yeah. very watchable besides the slug one and space. But they don't they don't reach the height of like Halloween the original Halloween like none of the not to me none of the Friday Thirteenth ever actually creeped me out like um, there well wasn't... none of them are close to Halloween four obviously but then again <laughs> what, horror, what horror movie is if we're being yeah. honest. Oh man, I, yeah, I gotta really, I, I really want to watch that one now. But um, but the, la so the last, well, we should all watch it together. And this because then, yeah, Eric's gonna be stubborn about it, but still, but um, that'd be really fun. Uh, but yeah, it's a family movie to watch together and laugh and bond over. Be like Jerry running. I choose not to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, Eric just keeps misremembering the, it as he thinks it's number five or number six. That, Whatever that girlfriend that just shakes her head at the pie, I'm just gonna do that at the movie. All dream. <laughs> um, but uh, my last one was that they had to cut down the uh, kind of shish kebab, you know, the 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 double stab or whatever when they're become the two people are becoming intimate. Oh um, yeah, they, yeah, they had to cut I that down. Yeah, they had to cut it down so it wouldn't be it wouldn't get an X rating, and that is all oh. for me. Oh, there's a no, there's more to that. Oh. Oh, she, about her age, girl, about her age. She was, she was underage. There was a nude scene. She was nude in that, and oh, they cut geez. it out because she was underage. Oh, I remember hearing that, actually. Yeah, yeah. she was not great. Um, yeah, she was like 16 or 17. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I forgot that it was that, yeah, they that there was actually any nudity in it, but I knew I knew that it was, I thought it was just because of the goriness, but I forgot. I remember hearing that a couple years ago, but um, all right, general notes. Uh, it's Eric's pick, so you want to start? Sure. Or maybe not. Ah, I have. Sorry, I said to get back to that screen. Um, the first thing I noticed was it was very nice of Jason in the opening scene to take the teapot off the stove when it was whistling. Yeah, after he murdered her, but still, very very nice of him. So so he just walks. Uh, he's just walking around with his mom's head like. Cause he had to deep bomb. She didn't leave it in her fridge. He's just walking around with it and is like, like holding it like a, I don't know, in his arm. But that's anyway. who that head was. Was Oh wait, what uh, was it just a random head? What, oh no, uh, you're probably right. I think I just missed that. It was a frozen head. It was hard to completely identify it, but that makes more sense than just a There's like head. 15 separate heads in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Um, when they're in the campfire scene and they're telling the ghost story, how did none of them notice that the redhead was just not with them? I feel like they yeah. should have seen that one coming. Uh, Especially because he was pretty obnoxious. I felt like he would have. The girl, his, the. Stood yeah, out. he was very obnoxious. I'm glad he was kind of there. He was like, oh, he's going to go to the bar and we're not going to see him ever again somehow. <laughs> yeah, but, I was uh, okay with no closure for him. The skinny dipping girl did not seem concerned at all about her missing dog. No. I, for, I kind of forgot that that was her dog. For, for I know, dog. so did I. I'm like, your dog is like not around. It's been missing for hours, and you just couldn't care less. You want to go swim naked in the lake at yeah. night by yourself. <laughs> um. Oh, that was actually my next one. Was like nobody's gonna skinny dip alone at night. That just doesn't make sense. 
they just had to like throw in a nude scene or something. Like, yeah, it does, at it least seem throw like a weird in context. At now. least have some other guys go out. Like that's what most of those campy movies are: is the group goes swimming and they're like, "Oh, let's skinny dip," and they do that. But like, just her randomly doing that made no sense. That was purely just so they could throw some nudity in. Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have a few different points on this character. And I, I just have to keep reiterating that I'm not trying to be insensitive, but there were just some funny moments in Vuv, including Mark, the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. One of which, right after he's killed and the girl is coming back and looking for him, she's looking for him and then goes upstairs to look for him. Doesn't make much sense. Oh, wait. Oh, I shouldn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, Because it... I thought that... No, they didn't make a comment about that. No, I, was thinking, I thought they might have mentioned it, but he was talking about the, the bar being wheelchair accessible um that that is interesting that she would think that um never thought about that either um brad do you want to go next um actually yeah i had a couple of noticing so i the main thing i noticed was i thought it was funny that um this reminded me of uh behind the mask the rise of leslie Vernon. vernon anyway this reminded me of that so i thought it was funny in the opening scene when they're driving and they get stuck by the the tree branch in the middle of the road i'm like okay so so jason took the time to drag the big ass tree branch and put it in the middle of the road and then he waits for him <laughs> and then they drive up and they're like oh no this tree branch what an inconvenience and then they get <laughs> out and then and then jason just watches them and doesn't do anything <laughs> i'm like so you spent all that time to drag the tree branch out into the middle of the road so that they would have to stop and get out and move the tree branch but instead of actually killing anyone, you just you just wait and watch them. So like you wasted all that time to drag the tree branch and you don't even kill anybody. You just like I know that in the movie that was obviously to give us like the false, the false like, you know, that was like the fake kill at the beginning. But I was like, what a yeah. stupid waste of time for Jason to do all that work. And they'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to sit this one out. I'm just going to wait. I'm just gonna everyone. Like, everyone has off days, Brad. You have to get cut. cut I mean, that's, that's, that's true. Some that's slack. true. All I all, all all I said was I noticed it. It was just yeah. odd that he maybe he was tired from dragging the tree branch and was like, oh, I didn't I didn't expect him for a couple more hours. I'm not I'm not ready to do any killing yet. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chill. I'll just you know they're they're good for now. Um, but actually something else I did notice was um, how how similar and this is not me accusing Wes Craven of ripping this movie off, but th- I noticed the opening to this was a, was pretty similar to the opening of Scream, where you had you had a, a character being killed off earlier than you were expecting. The final girl, or excuse me, the the so the girl in this was killed off at the beginning, and that was unexpected. She mm-hmm. also wanders around the house and the room by herself. Um, she gets a phone call from somebody, like a, a a prank call from someone that that unsettles her. She has a very loud item on the stove and then ultimately she gets killed before you're expecting it. So again, not, not like as a total ripoff, but obviously you have like the popcorn and screen first. Yeah. That's, uh, what I you said. that's why I said, oh, why I, I, said, said I said Wes Craven. Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying they were copying screen. Okay. No, I was saying I'm not, I'm not accusing Wes Craven of ripping this off, but I'm yeah, just saying yeah. this, I was surprised how similar. Plus if you notice the credits don't roll for like 12 minutes. So I'm just saying I was, I was more like yeah. this. This was this was a solid opening, and I was surprised. Yeah. Like I, I, I guess I've never heard anyone say Friday the Thirteenth Part Two was similar to Scream, or Scream was so similar to Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. I but think really, the big difference would be the the 
throw the curveball of everybody's expecting Drew Barrymore to be the lead and the final girl of that, and she's in fact just in the opening scene of Scream. But don't you think that this? Don't you the, think that the she, actual scene itself? Yes, there's similarities. Don't you think that she was expected to be the final girl of this, or at least do you? No, expect- because she was the final girl of the first one. You don't think that they were? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I guess I expected her to. to it wasn't that here. shocking to me that they're like, here's the, here's the. Right. She survived one, and now they're gonna kill her off. It wasn't that shocking to me. It was way more shocking when they advertised Drew Barrymore on like the as the face of this movie, and then they kill her I, off. I agree. Like, I agree with you though that. Like the little things you're the little things you're pointing out of the actual scene itself, very similar. Yes. Yeah, and I'm not saying it was a ripoff. I, I think just Scream gets I, away I was, with it because it was such a twist at the beginning of a movie, which is rare. I just I just thought like, so. why bring her back if you're going to kill her off? I'm, I'm more applauding it. It was yeah. a better opening than I remember. I, I don't disagree with that. You could have just like just, let was, her be. A couple, but... a couple of similarities, and I and I thought it was it was a better opening than I had remembered. No, I I like the point you're making. Yeah, that was all. Austin? Um, yeah, I had uh, I actually timed it because I always remember the beginning. Her shower is unbelievably short. And hold, 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 hold on, hold on, the, hold on. Uh, did you you said you timed it? Yeah, did you? Eric, you how, how, long, how, how long? How long do you think? Fifteen seconds. I'm gonna say I say wow, eight. Good. Uh, Eric, Eric's closer. It's fourteen. Ah. Uh, I did it from, and that again, you assume unless she's janet lee and psycho you don't get into the freaking shower and then turn it on um like so even like i started timing it when you could hear off screen the shower turning on so she more than likely she waits three to five seconds minimum before she gets in so you think that's probably a 10 second shower once she gets in and then she they open the curtain with that bad fake <laughs> fake uh scare and i like this movie but i felt like it was just kind of awkward when there's like open the open the curtain and she's staring right at the camera and her hair is completely dry and then then the (laughs) next and then then the next scene her the tips of her hair are a little wet but yeah 14 14 seconds from the beginning of the water turning on to turning off i don't know how long she was actually in there um but i i I made sure i timed it because i was it always you know not really but it always bothered me um, the frog in a blender joke was really dumb. Um, I don't know if you remember that. They that was a joke. It was a class. And I was like, maybe I just don't like, maybe I just don't like baby boomer generation jokes anymore. I don't know what's going on. I was like, am I missing something with the blender joke? But uh, oh yeah, it was not um, funny. The I always thought the cop, the, the cop chase scene was always funny because he's like, so, uh, it's just so undramatic because he's moving so slowly the whole time and like out of breath and then like makes a funny noise when he runs into a tree it's just like not a dramatic scene at all really but i did think it was kind of cool seeing like him come up to the shack in the woods like it was i wish they kind of used that more of like people stumbling upon where jason lives it was kind of cool to see that um and then yeah jenny's kind of psychology analysis psychological analysis about his jason returning for his resurrection all this like weird stuff i'm like i know it's playing into the whole ending of her trying to be the mother or pretending to be the mother it was just felt like okay i'm glad she got d it was like she's like a really smart character who's trying to like analyze him but it, was, it felt really it was the way they worded it, it just seemed really strange and um i'm obviously exaggerating here but mark the character the guy who uh, is in the wheelchair uh certain scenes he reminds me of a certain character a certain actor from the american pie movies um oh chris chris klein um yeah, i was about to say that oh i, mean, oh. I said certain i knew shots, you were, talk- shots, I knew yeah, you were I like, talking about as soon as he said american pie yeah um this guy this oh, guy this... mark mark is a better actor than chris klein <laughs> uh chris klein is bad 
Oh, he's not good. He plays uh, the same thing. No, nah, he's not. He knows good at his the role. Same thing. He's, he's pretty, um, he's pretty but bad. back on the mark thing, I think Great. I think they made a mistake of not using his character more. I, I remember uh, like it felt like they make him such a sympathetic character. He's like, okay, he's, he's going to try to walk again, and like five minutes later, he uh, he gets a machete in his freaking face. Um, and I'm not saying he should have been like the final guy, but I feel like they could have made him like just it, realistic. I'm not. No, it's realistic that he's, he's going to be like, he's going to be at a disadvantage. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I feel like they could have made it something where. I mean, I expected him to die, and obviously, I knew, I knew this movie well enough that I knew he was. It would have been die. a quite the twist if you had him. I actually kind of applauded it for for not doing that because I agree that that it seemed like he was gonna. He no, was. I agree. To yeah. Go ahead. Be intimate with. He the, was likable, unlike most of the other. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. He was likable. He's about, he about to have pop pop in the uh, upstairs or in the. He was. He pop pop in the cabin or whatever. He was going to have intimate relations with somebody, uh, after and they had and they had some decent chemistry, and you assumed he they was did. gonna. He was going to go to bed with somebody, and he wasn't really imbibing in a lot of drugs and alcohol. He wasn't really breaking the rules, and so you assumed. He would be okay, and then instead they kill him off. Like I thought it was actually, I, I was impressed with the somewhat unpredictability of his demise. I don't, I don't no, know. I, I, I like that too. I was just surprised that nineteen early nineteen eighties that the fact that they were being inclusive and making this guy really sympathetic and likable, and then like immediate, like not he was one of the first ones. Um, I, I was surprised too. I know I agree that it's commendable in a in a sense of like when it comes to the the surprise factor of oh this guy he's he's more likable than scott who's like doing slingshots on people's you know on with the women of the cabin or whatever like this guy's definitely gonna die but then you have mark who seems likable you thought he might last longer but um and then vicky the girl who's interested and wants to you know have pop pop um she uh she her death always annoys me because it has that close-up shot of jason with the knife and she's cowering in the corner with the door right next to her, yeah. like an open Run. door right next Run. to her. She didn't like not fighting back when you're stuck in a corner is understandable because you have like the whole fight or flight or freeze kind of moment. But, but like run. when you, but if, if yeah, there's nothing in the way where you can Laura Dern and just run. She, I was about and, to say she needed Laura Dern in there to yeah. give her direction. When, when, Eric, when Eric said it a couple of times, I knew one of us was going to say Laura Dern. I can't. I was just I was like, it was a tip of my tongue. I was just about to say Laura Dern should have been there. Well, but hey, in, in her in her defense, she did say no, stop. Yeah, and stayed in that and same position. Did, Jason is known for stopping. Yeah, she gave Jason ten seconds. So I, I wrote that one down as like uh, as a quote. Sandra, Jeff, Sandra, Jeff, Sandra, Jeff. No, the, stop. Parentheses. Quick side note eight, on every eight, every slasher seconds. movie, every slasher movie ever. They always think their friends are messing with them and just like <laughs> repeat their names over and over again when it's clearly silent and dark. Well, yeah. And maybe their friends just always do that, but it's that's their go-to every time is Sandra, like they they would hear you and they would respond if they were alive. Well, and also just saying their names. And also like Jason lucked out. Like it was it was we it was weird. It was already strange enough to have him do the tree thing. And again, may, maybe he got tired, but like <laughs> yeah. He, 
he figures, hey, let me go up here and hide in a bed and look like I'm sleeping. And hopefully this girl will come upstairs and be like, my friends are sleeping and unresponsive. What I should probably do <laughs> is continue calling their name and then go take the covers off of them in hopes that that will wake them up and then we'll go hang out. Like, I, yeah, it, What did she think was going to happen? By doing Jason that? had a stupid plan and, and, she bail, and she bailed him out with her insistent name calling and then like, oh, they're, they're sleeping or possibly – being intimate with one another, I should go interrupt them and or wake them Unco up. Uncover them. Uh, yeah, I mean, she was that was so obnoxious. And yeah. but they apparently might be sleeping postcoital and let's well, to be fair, maybe. Yeah, I know, I know. It was it was weird, but maybe Jason <laughs> had done his homework and maybe she had a habit of doing that. So maybe Jason had done a lot of homework on uh -huh. her and she, this was like a pattern. <laughs> And so he was like, no, no, no. If I stay walk right into a room and, and take a blanket off people. And yeah. Maybe, me. maybe she often did that. that and maybe she did that with Sandra and Jeff a lot. And she was, she was a C block. Uh, and so you knew. she could have been too late. She's a not punctual C block. She uh, needed George I, Michael. She needed yeah. George Michael to help her with timing. Um, <laughs> uh, and Jason should have definitely gotten Jenny in the kitchen when he was standing on the chair and the chair breaks. Like, come on, dude. He was close. Well, also, 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 oh, yeah, why, was he, put that why was he the, the furniture chair. breaking everywhere? Well, why was he on the chair? What was it? Was he trying to get a better angle? I don't know. Yeah, he wanted to get a, he wanted to get a good angle. Yeah, the dramatic shot of the chair breaking. I'm like, I'm like, was he, he yeah. was tall enough. I made note of the chair breaking, but I didn't think about him. Why was he on it? it I, I, I wrote that down as a one, and I forgot to mention. I'm like, what was he? Was he was he doing like a dramatic jump in the air to like really like come down on them? I didn't understand the yeah. point of that. It really feels like the first three movies have three completely different characters. We obviously the first one you have Mrs. Voorhees, but then the second one is just a completely different vibe of a character. It's like the backwoods kind of like thin or thinnish kind of guy uh wearing overalls and then by number three he's not quite as like you know the muscular as the later ones where he's like a linebacker but he's still a big guy when he finally dons the mask and everything so it's, yeah, it's just funny and he's, he doesn't seem nearly nearly as clumsy as this one um because he's yeah. like a stoic kind of muscular guy and the only other one i had was that uh jenny was pretty useless in the fight scenes with paul um oh, he's like, sat there yeah, it's like, come on. They they made her like she is one of the Grab most anything and hit him. She's one of the oh, most final girls, and I do like her as a character. Like she's she's uh, out of all the final girls, she's more memorable. But that Paul is deserved to live spot. over her because he was actually fighting. Yeah, That's I do it. have if, thoughts if on anyone, that. Later. If anyone didn't know his name, then you weren't paying attention because in that one scene, she just goes, Paul, 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 Paul. Paul. <laughs> That's that's what you do in horror movies. You go upstairs when you should just run out of the house and you yell people's name or just say people's names over and over again when they're not responsive. Because the, the, after the eighth time you say their name, they might just be like, oh yeah, here I am. Well, that's why you have the skinny redheaded dude and Shelly in part three. Like they always have the jokester so that you can justify, oh, such and such. This is just a True. joke kind of thing where Shelly Shelly had gone. like five false alarms. Um but he is responsible for the the hockey mask. Uh, but um, I only I have three quotes. But uh, and I I can. Oh, well, we start. Skipped, uh, I can do oh, general. Oh, I, I can do oh, theme. Oh, oh, oh I did. Skip I actually had a theme. Oh, go ahead. Hold on, I gotta get it now, though. But <laughs> <laughs> you were so proud, and then you. 
Well, I, I have like, to go back and forth. Time said you had a theme past hey, ten. I'm wearing a lot of hats right now. Okay, I'm timing things. I got all sorts of stuff happening here. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, the theme was don't have sex when you're supposed to be watching a kid swimming so he doesn't drown and or his, he and his mom come back to murder <laughs> a bunch of people oh, or for- don't go back to the camp where that happened. Both those mm-hmm. things, and you can pretty much avoid Jason until the later. Uh, I guess until the later movies, then just don't travel to New York. Actually, Eric, Eric, Avoid New like, York space and <laughs> a camp where he killed people, and don't have sex when you're supposed to be watching a child swim. No, Eric took you my can pretty much avoid Jason. I don't even need to bother. I didn't have one actually. So Brad, go ahead. Oh, you're not going to do it. Okay. No, um, I, no, Eric took mine. Oh, he really did. Me. I didn't know if you were exactly. That really was it. I should have taken. Exactly. I mean, that's always the, that's the theme of a lot of slash movies: don't do drugs, drink, and have sex as as a teenager. No. So you pretty much yeah wrapped it up into one. But mine, my quotes weren't really great. But I can I can do my first one and we can bounce around. Um, my mine was just you're all doomed from what they call Crazy Ralph. Um, that's kind of most people know that line at least. But anyway, that's my first one. Go ahead, Brad. Already actually said a bunch of mine, which were uh, I mean I guess I can repeat them briefly. Which you was, can repeat them all. Uh, yeah, for a duck and Paul, oh. Paul, 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 Paul. <laughs> Sandra, Jeff, Sandra, Jeff, no, stop, waits 10 seconds. And then I had, we didn't find any boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the sheriff or whatever. Uh, the cop. Yeah, it was, yeah. Just, it was just, it was just so, like, that reminded me of, like, the, they always make fun of, like, that in the trailer with, like, sir, there is no room 724. Yeah. Like, it just, to me, that was just, like, such a goof. I mean, again, I, I, I do like the movie, but I just like the, we didn't find any boy. Like it was just, it was so dramatic. Okay. Um, Eric, I, I'm going to knock all mine out real quick. If that's okay. Cause you are not going to have them and they're all in the exact same scene. I don't know why I didn't <laughs> venture out and get others. I, I feel like I could have come up with a lot of quotes, but for some reason, this scene just grabbed me was when they were, when, when the half of the group goes to the bar and then everybody else sitting back and they're playing some game. I think they're arm wrestling. And the first girl comes down and says, Jeff, don't wear yourself out. Uh, if you want to wrestle, hold on. Jeff, don't wear yourself out. If you want to wrestle, come with me. It was the whole scene was very bad uh flirting and like sexual innuendo, I thought. And I just I gotta want the, the one with oh actually I know what you're gonna say. I wanted to steal it. Go ahead. So the next one was the, the one, one with the puck. Yeah. <laughs> and is that just because it rhymes with a word? Like I, 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 what is what was she I, getting I out with that? And then she's like talking about hockey more and it's like position. So she's, I'm guessing just talking about sexual positions that she wants to do with Mark, but just her, her flirting was not good, but it worked. But Chris Klein. I mean, well, it almost, it almost did. That's, I think that's actually all I had. I, it was just that whole scene though was, it worked for both of them, which again, the girl yeah, was flirting to the guy. So of course it, it's going to work, but it made it more girl, awkward that he didn't actually respond. Was, her, the girl, it was the girl flirting both times. So, they didn't have to take much effort because the guy's not going to turn them down. But it was the the one with the puck was I, again. I'm fairly certain it's just because it rhymes with another word. Yeah, it's still not a great not a great flirting job by her. And then the, if you want to wrestle, come with me. I just they were not even funny, just kind of cheesy. Yeah, you I almost expected like I'm, a, th- a third one after the wrestling one to be like I, get it. I, I thought there it. were going to be more. So. I'm curious what else y'all have because I'm sure I'm, I know I miss a lot because I love this movie. No, my, neither one of mine were like bad lines, but uh, the one where uh, Scott, the the where they got the kind of creep, kind of 
Uh, oh yeah, he's a creep. Uh, he was upside down, and uh, he she says, "Don't go anywhere," and he says, "Very funny." Like it's not a very clever line, but just you know, the fact that they're at least aware that it's like ha ha ha, you know, kind of thing. I was kind of desperate for quotes, I guess. But um, and then I might as well knock my last one out because yeah, we have so few. Um, and then mine was Paul. There's someone inside the room, but I have a reason to do that line for a later like strengths and weaknesses thing. So, um, Brad, do you want to start with strengths, weakness, and sure. iconic best? Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll sort of just wrap up what I think. So, um, the the only thing that really stood out. I mean, obviously there's there was a couple of uses of slow motion that were just dated. I mean, movies did that. It wasn't that big of a deal, but uh, a couple of times slow motion I thought was used poorly, like toward the end when it was the scene was really getting going. They used slow motion. I thought at a at a inopportune time. And I did not like the use of the opening flashback, especially because they tried to use the final girl from the original movie. And like, she just sits there in bed, like writhing around like, ah, oh no, yeah. oh no. And like it flashes back to the yeah. first one. It, just, it felt like it took forever. Um, but again, that was, that was, that was not much. I mean, this is a, th the bar is not high on slasher movies of this kind. That is not a bad thing. I enjoy the movie, but, to me that just slowed it down a little bit when it's not got a long runtime. As far as the actual movie, what I liked, I really appreciated how the group split up for a logical reason where so much of the time it's like, let's split up. And you're like, are, are y'all kidding? Versus yeah. this time split up where half the group went out to the bar and half the group stayed back. And like, yes, it was goofy of that girl to go skinny dipping, but like they weren't splitting up and getting knocked off because they were being idiot, you know, because they were being stupid. It was just actual, yeah it was like actual logical reasons for it. So I actually thought the character decisions were pretty good. And even when um, the the girl that was getting with Mark, like when she's running out to the car, she's like, she's, I, don't, I felt like they were, they were actually being relatively, especially for a horror movie. They were actually making pretty logical decisions. And apart from Jenny um, not helping Paul at all, you, you could, you could at least kind of defend her and say, well, I mean, all of a sudden she's in a horrific situation and then she gathers herself and does a good job for the rest of the time. So I appreciated that the characters actually held their own pretty well for the most part. And again, yes, of course, there's obviously the things that we made fun of, but by horror movie standards, I like that the characters actually like fought back and, and did pretty well. And I did think it was a good final girl. Um, so I did, I did appreciate that. And yeah, the, um, the actual opening scene I thought was good. And I thought the pacing was pretty good. I wasn't really bored. Like they had their silly little flirting things and stuff like that, but most of it led to a decent end to the scene. So I felt like it, um, it was an hour and a half and it, it didn't feel longer. I was never bored. I wasn't checking my watch. I wasn't checking how much time was left. So I do, I did mm. think it long nicely. Um, did you have an iconic or best? Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, you know, again, for, for a movie like this, I mean, there's a couple of good moments um you know we're laughing at a few things I, I would still say the opening scene to me was really good and again maybe it's because it made me think of scream and that that one is better so it's hard to compare it but this one came first and i do think the opening scene maybe because i didn't remember the movie all that well i think the opening scene stood out but also i would i would kind of combine that with um i would i would say the moment of everybody kind of flirting i would say the bouncing back and forth between um that part, like when Jason finally gets to the cabin for the first time, I thought th that five minute sequence was really good. So I'd say the opening and then also, um, you know, when he gets to, uh, you know, the, the, uh, what, what did y'all call it? The impaling scene. I say like that five minute sequence when he gets to them and also, uh, 
mark, I would say that five minute that 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 five minute spree was was really effective. I'm gonna have to change my name. Okay. Um. I'll uh, I, I can go next so Eric can end. Um, sure. I yeah under underrated overall yeah it's just an endlessly fun movie to watch. Um, I know it's not a moment, but just like you know most scenes have some sort of you know fun aspect to it. Uh, I actually thought an underrated moment was the scene where she says Paul, Paul over and over again, only because I actually liked the way they shot it more than her side of like saying, Paul, there's someone in the room. And then he doesn't really seem to listen. And she's like, Paul, there's someone in the effing room. And you kind of see him kind of crouching and all that. Like, it's not up there, like actually creepy, but like by Friday the 13th standards, I thought it was like a good job of like feeling realistic of you kind of say it at first. He doesn't listen. You're like, no, this is like, this is happening. Someone's in the room that, you know, and I thought this although that was a pretty good scene, even though, yes, yeah, she does say Paul way too much and uh, strangely doesn't help um, uh, when she seems like a character that would help because um, uh, they built her character and their relationship with her and Paul pretty well. Um, and I actually have to dis- disagree with Brad a little bit, not not a whole lot, but weaknesses. I thought from what I remembered, it seemed a little slower than I remembered, not as slow as like the first one, where the first one has is a little sluggish this one was slower than I remembered. I thought there was not like a bad scene. It was just certain scenes that felt like, yeah, the pacing wasn't quite as fast as I remembered. Um, and then I was wondering if I was going to ask a question to say, if there was, is, has there ever been a Friday the 13th moment that actually creeped you out? You know, neither one of you have to answer now, but just think about it. Cause I've actually, to me, Friday the 13th has always been the fun franchise to watch. Whereas a kid like Michael Myers actually creeped me out as a kid, but Jason never actually scared me. And, the, and none of the movies have actually scared me, whereas the original Halloween did. And actually, the first two, the first two Halloweens especially, uh, actually creeped me out as a kid. Um, but I, just something to think about. Uh, and then overrated or worst, I actually thought the the opening scene isn't a bad scene, but I just felt like, yeah, Scream took the same idea and obviously made it better. There was way more tension. I didn't I didn't feel any real tension with her. I didn't really care about her character that much. Uh, they don't give her much of her personality and then it, it, like it wasn't a bad scene it's just like it, to me it does it starts off like on an okay note killing off a character that no one really really okay. had like like she wasn't like a Jamie Lee Curtis where people were really following her the whole time her her character in the original movie wasn't like the heart of the movie like she was kind of she was she survived the whole movie that was about it but like she didn't have like that great of a character to me um and then the best moment uh, yeah I do all Jeannie? Uh-huh. no 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 not Jen. no no uh this one yes i liked her i'm saying i know i'm sorry i i think it's weird that you didn't like the first one but you liked her the I, this I, one this with jenny had a lot more to her i'm saying you can like her or dislike jenny but she was they gave her more depth and whereas the first one i don't remember her name um the from the first one i didn't know jenny's name until i looked it up tonight no. so. well that's that's true but you didn't know about you know, uh, Jenny's name because she was late getting there she didn't care about anybody she didn't help paul she only cared about herself makes paul er- her eric also doesn't know for halloween kind of return of michael myers so yeah no <laughs> she, she's she's yeah she's one of the better ones but um she probably, definitely a, had top, a, probably a bottom three final girl in horror franchise yeah. history but when i think about this movie actively I do, pulling for jason in her scenes <laughs> but when i when i do think about this movie i do often think about uh the mark scene where he gets stabbed uh maybe him falling down the stairs i don't remember like just that general kind of scene of like the the, the hockey puck and all that like that that general scene to him getting killed i think about that but i think a good scene was even though it is a cliche by now when the car wouldn't start in the rain i thought it was 
fairly good tension by Friday Thirteenth standards. Um, and even though yeah. Jason, even though Jason should have known that she was in the driver's seat, and he stabs to the uh, the passenger seat. I'm sure Eric was disappointed because he was pulling for Jason, but um, it seems like he should have at least tried for where she was currently sitting rather than going for the opposite side. But and then obviously I'll save my, I'll save my grade for the end. So Eric, go ahead. So strengths and or the strengths and weaknesses portion, you guys have touched on most of that. I I did think the movie goes by very quickly because it's it's just from start to finish is very entertaining. The acting, I don't I won't give anybody props, but I like that in a slasher horror. I don't think anybody did a bad. They did just good enough of a job. Like I don't want to be like horrible horrible acting, but I don't want to be like good acting either. And so I think everybody did their part for a slasher movie in that aspect. Um, overrated scene for me was the final jump scare. I don't like jump scares in horror movies. Oh, they yeah. work once. And then every other time you watch it, you know, it's coming. It's cheap. Um, underrated. I also, I think both of y'all have mentioned these scenes, but I had two was the opening scene. I'm with Brad. I liked it. I do. I, I didn't think of the scream comparison, but I like that. Uh, they're both great opening scenes, to be honest. Um, and then again, I don't know what it is about. I don't know if it's just because it was rare to have somebody in a wheelchair, but I also remember the Mark scene pretty well and him being killed. It, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but I was thinking it was going to be Arbogast like where all of a sudden he's at the bottom of the stairs when you couldn't tell, but he actually does show him going down. And again, it just, Going back to the her going up the stairs looking for him, and then why he had to roll down the stair. It's, it's like they were like, <laughs> and they had the freeze rubbing frame salt in his like... rubbing salt in his wounds of hey, you're handicapped, and we're going to involve stairs multiple times in your scenes. I, it, I'm sure it wasn't actually that, but I definitely thought they could easily stabbed him in the head and he dies. But instead of like, let's show him rolling down the steps. I thought oh, it, it, it was funny. That was pretty mean. But I, I did find that it's kind of an underrated scene, I guess. And then mm -hmm. I, I, for iconic, I, I feel like it's just the the whole scene. Even though I didn't like Jenny in it because she was worthless, <laughs> the whole scene in Jason's shack is kind of like the climactic. I mean, that's like when it's all kind of coming together is yeah. Them fighting him right then, the final girl scene, where she ditches Paul and he helps her and she ditches him again, like just very very worthless, but. It was well, y'all think, well, think it was cool when they superimposed Jason's mom back onto the? No, that was pretty I don't cool. like when they do that kind of stuff. And I, and I was with you on the slow motion stuff too. I don't like the slow motion stuff. Slow motion always all sucks. that kind of stuff. Be a good boy, Jason. <laughs> no, I didn't. Because she said, "Jay, she had." Uh, yeah, that was again. She was, was not like, great, but. Um, I mean, I mean, that I, is one of fair, our. She, it was a last resort. I think her idea to do that was fine, but like having yeah, uh, well, it worked, but it was just weird. But having the anyways. actor, like having her head become like having the face of his original mom, like the actor back on there, I thought was super goofy. But the idea, what what was she gonna do? She it was a last resort. I get her. I, I didn't mind the idea. I just thought it was it looked silly. Yeah. Um, Grades. Well, that's where again we, we can change iconic to best moment because I know not every movie is going to have yeah, like an iconic know, right? moment, but you can you can do either or. But um, Eric, you want to no, go last? The idea is good. Go last, I guess we can change it. All right, this is yeah, pretty solid B. Like it's it's a you know it's a B movie. It's like it's it's a poster child for a B movie to me. So yeah, that's mine. 
that's that's what I that's what I gave it to. It's mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's not amazing. It also doesn't really swing for the fences. It entertains me. I'm not bored. I, I think if anything, I liked it a little bit better than I had remembered. Like I, like I said before, I never I was never nothing ever set up like holy cow that's amazing. But also it's it's fun. It's cheesy and it's it's a good time and it's one of the better in the franchise. Yeah, I gave it an A. Um, oh. This not necessarily of the actual production whatever yeah. you want to get behind the scenes of the movie this is i me and austin mainly but brad is a little bit our like big horror movie like this is the movie i think about when i think of horror and cheesy slasher I, give me again i've always said you give me kids in the woods getting knocked <laughs> off one by one by a killer and i'm watching that every single time and it started mainly with this one because the first one was okay but the second one with Jason actually being the killer, sorry, spoilers, yeah, was definitely better. I think I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. That two is better than one in this instance. Yeah, but this, one's really this not to me, this to me okay, is like yeah. the prototype for a cheesy slasher movie. So again, like the actual performances, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yes, yeah. probably be closer to a B, but the over this it gives me exactly what I'm wanting out of a out of a slasher horror movie. So for that, I give it an A. Yeah, it's like the good it's one of the tops for me. It's one of the tops for me when we're talking horror. When we're talking slasher horror, because you have like legit kind of scary horror. Like I'm never scared at any point in this movie, but yeah. I'm enjoying it throughout. I wasn't like, scared of this movie when I was watching it younger. I don't think. No, that's what I was. At. That's what I was curious about. I know we have other things on the agenda, but I was yeah curious if either one of you just off the top of your head if there was if if throughout the whole series if there was ever actually a scene that was scary or to, I mean to me, when I was no. a kid I didn't like the the canoe part even though it makes no sense. You're not getting that much power uh, and and coming out of the water that that I mean he's coming out of that water hot. Like you just can't do that. You don't have that there was force. no boy. Yeah. Um <laughs> and honestly even and also even the first time I watched it and when I was a kid I probably didn't like the the window scene. Because it's a jump scare, but, but I, it was a false alarm like... one. You thought it was you thought it was at the front door at least. At least they tried to, yeah, to trick you. I'm not like you know it's not, they were obviously copying like Carrie, um, but yeah. the Carrie was like what well, you're going. They're going from A to B. They're going from this spot to the to the to the yeah. tombstone or the cross or whatever, and and then it jumps out. But this one was like, oh, they're going at the door. Oh, maybe oh they're fooling us. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously we all know it's coming now. But um. But yeah, it was kind of like the Good Burger conversation that we we're having of like, yeah, Good Burger or whatever. I think it was Good Burger that we had the debate yeah. or the but conversation what about is, yeah, what it is. What is it? What's its goal? It's a Nickelodeon a, comedy based off a Nickelodeon sketch yeah. on like on all that or maybe not even that. It yeah. did what it did. Like you can't compare it to just your standard comedy. This, if we're saying in horror movie terms, it's it, again, it's maybe not great, but for what it is, which is a slasher horror where i'd say 95 maybe more percent of people watching these are not watching it to get a scare they're watching it because it's entertaining and it what and it is and entertaining it, it did it, it did that's it why i'm not entertained that you're giving it because it's 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 fun and, and i wasn't expecting y'all to give it that high and i don't disagree with that I, this movie holds uh, more I mean, weight to me like again when i'm thinking of horror movies is gonna be it halloween and this will be like the first two movies i think of when i think Ooh, horror movie what do i want it to be do i want it to be actually semi-scary like a halloween or do i want it to just be your cheesy put a mask on a guy give him a knife and start killing teenagers for having sex i will watch <laughs> that all the time um 
Well, that's why I feel like maybe I graded it too harshly. I'm going to stick with B because it is like a quintessential B movie. But like for like, I think Eric and I are yeah mostly on the same page when it comes to these like like we 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 uh, we can watch any slasher movie any any day. But uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't really analyze it that much this time. I was just thinking this is like yeah this is a B movie, so I just put a B down. But I do if if it's going by Jerry Seinfeld movie, yes by yeah oh man that was I've watched that at work before and it was not great but um okay we have uh fishbowl now we have a whole different set of cats different lists one through 21 and because brad is not choosing either one um of the next double feature brad one through 21 please seven 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 all right uh set three scariest movie moments when we were kids uh the part of the exorcist where her head turns around interesting okay i saw it when i was like eight and i couldn't sleep for four years uh all right that seems obvious but it i mean it, i i it creeped me out for so long i'm trying to think of how you determine a moment in halloween but really what always stuck out to me is just like what sticks in your head like when you're not watching the movie of when you're gonna think Oh, is is Michael Bond, like in our house right now or whatever? Because that's what horror movies do. Is you kind of think, is it real? The when they're in the when they're in the couch in the living room and, and it's dark and uh, he does pop up from behind it. So I guess that would be it. But like him popping up behind it and using the the, uh, the uh, sewing needle, sewing needle, yeah. But just like the a killer being behind the couch is a pretty, especially when it's like in that situation. Um, I feel like that's a pretty standard. You know, you might be scared of it if if you're watching a horror movie like behind the shower curtain and like behind a couch. I feel like are two pretty big things like that to me. There's a lot of scary moments, I would say, in Halloween. But that to me, even though, you know, it's coming always kind of got to me. Um, Yeah, I have a Michael Myers one, too, but I don't want to I'm trying my best not to overlap too much with you all. So I'm going to make it an honorable mention, but I did. The uh, Halloween, the original, uh, with with Tommy looking through the window and seeing Michael Michael across the street looking at the window or whatever, like you know, just that kind was of another one up. I was thinking of. Yeah, that yep. creeped me out as a kid because it felt very real. Like I was talking about relatability yep. and horror. Like look out the window and, and see a creepy person. That's yeah, that's real, and these so. feel like it could happen to you. So that creeped me out. But I'm gonna actually stick. I'm gonna go Halloween two for my first pick. Just to again, okay. uh, Halloween two. I'm actually gonna go with the scene that I feel like most people don't talk about. Maybe maybe I'm wrong but i feel like an underrated scene in halloween 2 is when michael is walking through the neighborhood at the beginning when he's kind of just going between houses it feels so like again feels very real you're just hearing the noises from outside he's what he walks into someone's back door grabs a knife from someone's kitchen that always creeped me out too just because it again it's just like it's nighttime it, everything looks like a real world neighborhood like nothing feels like hollywood eyes or anything and that kind of creeped me out um uh so yeah, that's my official first one is Halloween two because I don't want to. I'm gonna try my best to not again, again not overlap because the shower scene also did creep me out as a kid. Like you, you would see the silhouette of like the toilet or something on top of the toilet, and you're like, I know yeah. that's not, I know it that's no one, but I'm gonna do it. It definitely made you out. scared Paranoid. to shower for a little bit. Yeah. So I will stick with shower as part of it. And I, again, honestly, I theoretically, I typically would not consider this to be a horror movie. I would call it a thriller and psychological thriller. But in the original Saul, when it flashbacks to them and the, the weird pig mask getting uh, the two main characters 
and they're hiding in the tub. That scene always freaks me out. Okay, that's that's hides in the scene and and comes out and sticks him with the needle and and drugs him or whatever to to get him out there. But that scene, the rest of it when they're in the the room again, it's like creepy, but you're not like scared. But that scene always creeped me out. Again, he's coming home. It's a bad apartment, and somebody's broken in. Essentially, is what's happened, and that's a realistic uh, scenario. So it always creeped me out. Hi, Brad. Um, you've already done, you've already done two right exorcist shower scene or those those are your two, two official yeah. you did shower scene you're talking about from childhood right so yeah well, just i have start. a third if you're not ready no i've got one cuz from the little mermaid from the part of the little mermaid when um what's the mean woman's name whenever she like ursula? gets really, ursula yeah ursula whenever she gets really big and she's like oh she starts talking like in a really deep loud voice that part scared me cuz i saw it in the theater with mom and um, that's not childhood. I feel like you're still scared of that. Well, I am, oh, but yeah. it's from childhood, and still, and still, like whenever I watch it with Charlie, like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and I just always have to leave and make up an excuse <laughs> if well, I can't watch that part because it's still just a frightening, shocking, dark moment of a kids movie. But it's uh, Brad. Do you have a do you have an honorable mention for a mid '90s Robin Williams movie that you got creeped out by as well? Um, yeah, I almost talked Jumanji? about the part. They look so so fake, and that part always scared me. I think whenever like first starts making drum sounds too. Go ahead. Scared you how fake they looked? I guess I don't know. Well, I think I think I think I just was scared. I I felt like I probably didn't like that as a kid, but definitely watching back, I'm like, wow, those. I know we watched it recently, and I'm like, oh, this part, this is so fake, all of it. But it used to scare me. The the, I feel like the lion's scarier than that. The lion looked better than the spider or the crocodile. The spiders are so bad, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. like spiders either, but. I think it was just, I mean, a, to be fair, like they, they do look one. gross, like the way they just like descend and the attic. Hey, do not like but, spiders. I am with you on that one. They could have, they could have reduced the size by a hundred and it would have been creepier. Yeah. I, like, I, the I think the size just, of the spider it, doesn't, it, that is made it easier to see. I, I won't, I won't the defend myself. Spiders, they're I was, small. I was scared of everything, but like they just look so unnatural and weird and just, but I mean, yeah. I was also, I was scared of pretty much everything Most so things. i mean i won't i, won't, I mean i what, will defend what lies beneath which yeah maybe we can do that oh, yeah. what, lies, what lies beneath Gary movie does a good spoof on that scene if we talk <laughs> yeah. about the your wife yeah i forgot about that i haven't seen those in a while right, i have my third austin if you're not you, ready i i have my third but you're you're ready before i was so you can go ahead I well, you kind of gave it to me a little bit I, I would love to take most of it because i hate hospitals but no uh in halloween too I I don't know if it's a specific scene or not, but most of the scenes where it just showed him, like especially on the security mm. camera, yeah, wandering the halls. I it, no, that could be out too. Hospitals already, and the fact it, don't get me on. I don't know if we're going to be reviewing this soon or not, but like the lack of staff and lights in that hospital will drive me crazy. But <laughs> yeah. ugh, I do not like watching the scenes of him on the security camera. As I guess would be the most specific. But anytime he's wandering the halls, creep me out. The lack, the lack of staff, but the amount of babies in that little hospital. I know, too. Like, I know. Um, but uh, the, the, like, this, the, what, what hospital is this? Like night, like that's an important time. I think maybe there pa- were babies. They all, they all. And Halloween, that was Halloween and, night, and you had, and you were that low staffed. All the staff they teenagers like with alcohol 20. poisoning and and <laughs> doing all. dumb things and getting injured. Like that is probably the most popular night to be working nights. And that's Halloween. why. They all they all tried to get the night off and, and everyone got turned down. They're like, no, it's just no, a bunch of babies the most 
infant, the infant ward is out of control. I just want to go out with my friends. F this. I'm calling in. Maybe I'm going to go that's... sleep with the guy in a hot tub, bud. Um, when I'm on the clock. So anyways, yeah. go ahead, Austin. Um, my, actually, I've only done really one. Um, I did Halloween 2 was my official number three. My number two is going to be Jaws. Um, I'm really thinking about the ones that really not just scare me watching it that actually like had an impact on me because like swimming obviously in an ocean but swimming in a pool um it's like just like that really got to me of just not being being in a, any sort of body of water and not seeing the bottom like i remember yeah. being in like destin like near a beach so you're, you have that vibe of a beach obviously um but you're like at we're in a deep end of a pool and i'm like i know there's on a shark but i'm like I feel like Chrissy Maybe at the you beginning can swim of the through movie. The sand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and through concrete. But I, I was, I'm with you. I thought that too. Yeah, I that, still to this day when I watch Jaws 2 think he's somehow yeah, going to be in the pool. Balloons. Oh, with yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the balloons. I know at that, that, that yeah. charity event. Every time, did. like there's water and it's a shark movie. He's somehow going to find his way in here and it never and, happens. And it was and filmed 45 years ago, but I'm, I'm like, he's, it's going to happen this time. It's, it's <laughs> somehow gonna they're going to find lost footage and he's going to be in it. I know that part always me. I don't know. Like they had the little walkway thing across. I'm like, don't walk across it. But uh, <laughs> um, well shot. It scares me too. And my number one, I, I, I think both of you disagree with me, uh, uh, disagree with this pick, but I'm obviously it's my experience. I'm just saying like you, everyone's kind of seen eye to eye with me on most of these, but my last one is also not a realistic movie, um, but it's the ring. Uh, the ring for, for a while, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I had like a computer chair that I would often drape like my jacket or shirt or whatever over. And it looked when it was dark, it looked like Samara with like the, the, her hair over her head. And it would always creep me out. Like, I don't know why I would keep doing it or why maybe you keep doing it then like either. I know that's why I was just saying, or maybe it was just the chair. I don't know. Like maybe it just happened one time. And then since that, like since that one or two times that it would happen, I would just see the chair over there and it would be, it was over by the window. So the chair would be kind of, it would be round. So it would kind of look like a head a little bit. Um, but the ring really did yeah, creep me out and it's still a good movie. Like I, I, I watch it now and it's like, it's not scary, but we should review. It's a well-made movie. Um, it just not, doesn't skip. I'd rather okay. do Halloween four. Okay. But oh, I'm not saying for Halloween, but at some point, um, but that's yeah. So Halloween two, Jaws, and the Ring for me. Eric was Michael, or was Halloween, Saw, and Halloween two. Brad was Exorcist, Psycho for shower scene, and The Little Mermaid. Um, I was I wanted to put. I think you're forgetting one though, aren't you? Uh, oh wait, Little Mermaid was his. Uh, is that was his uh, honorable mention, wasn't it? Oh no, it wasn't. No, Little Little Mermaid is definitely in the top three. That scene I think Jumanji. Just... I think Jumanji was the, and I thought it was just the boom, but a boom, but a boom. At the very end, Brad, I thought would always get creeped uh, out. It, it, it was ninety. It was ninety percent of Jumanji. That that whole movie was. You just don't like animals. You're just not an animal guy. I'm just. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've come around some. Scariest like, part of Jumanji was the day, human but... going around trying to shoot him with a gun. Nice, Brad. Well, now, yes, that's true. That's now. Now the movies become even more scary. Um, that was always the scariest part. That was the only time they were really in danger. 1989's Pet Cemetery. Oh, oh yeah. I was wondering if you're going to make fun of me for that. I did to Brad. Not my, even, not, it is Brad, scary. I'm, Brad, I'm being accurate though. I said it's scariest movies, movie moments as a kid, and I did not watch Pet Cemetery until I was like in my mid to late 20s. And that wait, this I, is as a kid. 
Yeah, this was supposed to be as a kid. Movie, it's the scariest oh. movie moments as a well, kid. I didn't watch Saw until I was like a teenager. Um, but we'll you, I, I'll say, and I think as long as you're under 18, like the. Honestly, girl, I the stand kids, by all three of those now. Like they kind of, they creep me out as a kid and still a little bit to this day. If it I'm can be both. I'm just saying th- those are the three that I feel like had the biggest impact on my childhood mm-hmm. was Pet Cemetery. All I said to Brad and you one time was, it, it kind of gave me like the you know the hairs on the back of my neck it was like oh that was like a good scene it was like i like i was i was like it, it was a good tense scene more than like losing sleep or anything but no because, one's making fun of you also well, that know, scene was creepy and there's a new one there's a new right. one that's gotten bad reviews but because we're doing a double feature are we doing double fishbowl or no I'd say I'd oh, okay. say just okay. And this is a good. This is a good episode to try out. We're, we're this at segment. about two hours, just under two hours. Um, yeah. No, we're not. Are we not? No. Well, I thought we were. I paused at... the time whenever we went. But how we're long? Like about, oh, we should be yeah. like an hour forty-five ish right oh. now. Let me get again. If you want want to do another one, that's fine. We I'm ready for. Well, just I because have... we're going to try this new segment, which is not. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forget. No, I forgot about that. No, go ahead. It's go all ahead. good. So new segment alert. I don't know what to call this still. <laughs> We just call it like guess the segment alert top ten. Guess my top guess, ten. Guess G-ma-t-t-t-t. your top ten uh, topic. The, the guess for the list. lack of a for lack of a better name for now, we're they're going to be guessing what my top ten list is. Okay, I, I go back and forth. I'm like, you guys are going to get this in two guesses, or it'll take till the end. I don't know, but it, <laughs> as I was doing this, it made me think we're definitely not going to do this very often because I don't think it's that easy to come up with. But maybe one of you two can come up with a better one. Full disclosure, it's not horror movie themed. I'll go ahead and give you that. I probably should have gone that route, but <laughs> okay. I didn't. So, all right. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Let me pull up the list. Right, so what I'm going to do is, it's top 10. I'm going to do 10 through 7, and then you okay. guys can got it. Yeah. see if you have a guess, oh. and then maybe do 6, 5, and 4, and then the, uh-huh. the top 3. We follow, we follow. So, number 10 is Catch and Release. Number okay. nine is Beer Fest. Number eight is Red Dawn. Jeez. Number seven uh, is Downhill Racer. Any guesses thus far? You don't have to guess necessarily. I'm drawing a blank. Not, I'm also Red. being <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Okay, so six is Misery. Five, Cliffhanger. Four, the Black Klansman, or just Black Klansman. Uh, any, any closer? This makes you feel a little better. I thought maybe I'd get it like on one guess. This feels like a, I think for sure you'll get it on the the last three. Maybe not. These all have something in common. They all have something in common. Uh, Black Klansman. It's like Adam Driver, Topher Grace. Um, uh, I think. Wild. Let me do the last three. I think the last three will help a lot. John David Washington. You want me to go to three? Yeah, go ahead. I can even go one by one and see. Yeah, do, do three. three. This is a, I think this, if this one doesn't help a little bit, I'll be shocked. Three is South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> Brad might. Two. Movies in Colorado. There you go. Oh. That was, oh, good. That, was good. that was good. That was good. Oh man, that was a good one, Eric. I was I was really kind of looking forward to making fun of you. But I, okay. we were talking about this on the way back from Mississippi, and I was oh. going to do Mississippi, 
but half the like well-known movies have Mississippi in the title. So I'm like, well, that'd be too obvious. Okay, so. I've never seen Beer yeah. Fest, but I should have. I knew. Oh, dang, Beer Colorado, Fest. So Colorado Beer Fest was a stretch. Klansmen, dang. Because you don't um, think of Beer Fest at their home, but in their home, they are in Colorado. Well, and it was, and it was also, and to be fair, first of all, that was great because it was, it was not, but I, when I say a trick also, question. Also, number I mean, one was The Shining. Oh, okay. I heard Dumb and Dumber. I mean that, I mean Dumb and Dumber that, and The Shining would give you all the Colorado vibes a little more. I mean that the other ones I didn't. Some of those, some of those weren't filmed in Colorado, but they take place there. So that I mean that in a that was my theme. So when I, I was looking it up, I, I specifically went. I don't want it to be filmed necessarily in Colorado. I want the plot to say they were okay. in Colorado at some it's, point. A, a decent black, chunk yeah. of it because it kept black phone. I just watched that. But Ballad, yeah. Ballad of Buster Scruggs kept coming up, but it never actually mentioned Colorado in the plot that I saw. So I left it out. Yeah, uh, I like, think it they needed to be here, but I think they did too. But I wanted to be like, all right, they're now in Colorado, which almost mm-hmm. all these movies it'll say like, okay. it, it's a decent chunk of it actually does take place in Colorado. So. Yeah, and we got we got to number three before either one of us got it, and we're both. I was, I was, about that I, was stuff, totally, so. I was totally choking. At first, I, I, was, I, was, yeah, I was. So to be well, fair, I was, like, to be snowing all of them, but I was. And also to be fair, I wasn't. This was. I think I was originally gonna be like, this is my top ten. I really just ordered it, and I don't want to. I don't want to say Dumb and Dumber Shining in South Park early on because then you might yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. So I went from. You've probably never seen Catch and Release, or and if you know Beer Fest, you probably think of them over in Germany at Oktoberfest or whatever they do. I've never seen it. Like you're not thinking, and then Red Dawn and Downhill Racer, I've never actually seen. Is it? But is I, it couldn't, be- I couldn't find any other ones. Is it Beer Fest? Uh, Broken Lizard, the guys that yeah. did. Okay, yeah. awesome. I looked it up, and they when they're not overseas, they are in at their house in Colorado. So it does play. And Misery and Cliffhanger, all the other ones are like pretty heavy. I've never seen Cliffhanger, days. so I feel okay about that. But I definitely knew Misery was. Uh, I did. I mean, I knew South Park. Cliffhanger is actually pretty good. Yeah, that, that's pretty. If y'all yeah. haven't seen that, I kind of wanted to watch it after reading the synopsis on that one. I mean, but, it's, um, it's, that was it's, it's so exactly what you expect. But in a good either way. of y'all want to do it again, do it. But I don't think we need to do it anytime soon. I think this should be a it's very fun. rare thing because it's tough to do. I was thinking of like obscure actors to do it. Like a side character or something, oh. or like he's in it, or like a main character, but he's not always the main character in some of these movies. So you don't think of him. Like I was trying to get creative like that because I didn't want you to guess after two or three movies. Can't do Will Ferrell movies. I feel like that'd be too obvious kind of thing. So I thought this was a good start, but again, this is that not. I feel like this could be every few months type of thing. If if somebody comes up with a good list, they want to do. No, I like but that. I that's wanna, good. I, I don't think we should put the pressure on to do it, but no, we can. We can. That one, that we'll went better you, than I thought. So we'll let each. We'll, we'll, let, we'll let everyone know if we have one before the episodes. We can kind of keep that in mind for like a five yeah. ten minute uh, ending. But uh, Eric, you still want me to go first on my? Yeah, go ahead for your movie. All right, Hopefully mine. I really wanted to pick one from the eighties, but we've already done an eighties one, and this one that I'm about to pick is actually set on Halloween night. So I was like, okay, there's not that many of those that are decent but um this movie follows a group of friends who encounter a haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears and knowing that the performers have murderous intent it's 2019 it's an american slasher movie called haunt that is kind of flown under the radar i've seen it twice now um it should be on hulu and prime i did check while we had a little intermission earlier so 2019's haunt is my choice Okay. I don't think either one of you have seen it either. So, I have not, and I have a it's good a sl- feeling none of us have seen mine. Austin, you may have because you put me on it, but I don't know if you had actually seen it. You might have just. Do you mind teasing it, it a little bit? Yes. 
Okay, thank so, you. So what what I was saying earlier about uh Friday the 13th and just give me I, this is not going to be in the woods. I've never seen it, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be in the woods, but giving me a, a group of teenagers or young adults uh -huh. getting killed off one by one generally involving sex. This movie is I think will be to date the most recent movie we've done. Oh, oh 2022. Okay, okay. haven't X. seen it. Oh. oh. I've actually I actually just watched uh, about two months ago, so I can. Okay, Brad, have that. you seen that? Well, okay, I've seen it once when it came out. Okay, but I that's like, good. I know, that, that's that's, a, that's a good. One. That's I have good not one. seen it, and I am. I, when Austin mentioned it to me, whenever probably around the time it came out, I was very intrigued by it and kind of just put it on the back burner. No, that's that's, that's, that's a good one because they had they had their making to do a newish movie. Yeah, Eric, believe it or not, they're already about to finish a trilogy for it. Even though it just came out, what? they have X, they have X, they have Pearl, and they're about to have Maxine. Oh. I actually almost picked Pearl as well. But Pearl's didn't that that was like a Pearl's a prequel. I was about Pearl's to say that was like a period piece, so I was like, eh. But no, it is it's good. I like okay. uh, well, I saw that Mia Roth was in both, and I thought that was weird, but that makes uh, way more sense now. So, anyways, yeah, she, yeah. So that, I'm glad problem. with my decision. I'm happy with my decision to go with no, X, X makes it, more sense. To it go sounds right up my alley for a slasher movie. So I think I'm you'll looking forward to it. I'm looking okay. forward. To it. I didn't realize y'all both seen it, but that's actually, fine. They, I, they, that, I seriously, I think it was yesterday or the day before that the the combo of X and Pearl went on sale, like the digital. So I bought the I bought. The I two. also kind of quickly glanced at the streaming, and I feel like it's available a handful of places, and or you might have to rent it for like three bucks, or you might. That's what I'm saying. I, I bought it, but you, you could y'all could get it from oh, the okay. library. Y'all could get it from the library. I'll look at like the library, but I I I I think you can do it from YouTube or. Uh, I, I think you're right, Austin, uh, about Haunt. It, say, it says watch on Prime, included with Prime, but it also says sometimes Hulu can be tricky. It'll say watch on oh. Hulu. Like, I'm not saying you can't get it. Let me see if I can get it from the library. I mean, I can do this later. I don't yeah, let me, yeah, let me, well, let, can, me know if you, let me know. You if can sign us off, Brad, and then we can continue. Yeah, yeah that, that's know, a, we could. We're also, yeah, we're going to. Okay, Brad can do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll okay. see you all next time. Uh, Sounds good.